is Ubisoft removing games? That's the question of the day. They have responded. There is clarification, but Ubisoft is decommissioning games, and it may affect what games you can or can't play in the future and what you could do with existing games that you own at this time if you like these types of streams and discussions be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss my live streams i try to put everything right here at the beginning so you don't have to go hunting for it in the vod but if you want to be here for the live discussions make sure you are subscribed to the channel and check the channel every day Ubisoft removing games is a headline that nobody really expected to see, but here we are. There have been some games that have been decommissioned, some features are getting shut off, some games will simply not be available anymore unless you already own them. Ubisoft has clarified what is going on, I'll give you that in this video. If you like these short updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, or check out Reforge Gaming where I streamed the discussion live. So, from PC Gamer here, some backstory. So, last week, I'm, I'm doing this on July 12th. So last week, Ubisoft announced that it would be shutting off online support for a selection of games released between 2009 and 2019, including 11 such titles on PC. And they published a list of features that would sort of get taken away when they do this. All of the games would lose multiplayer and account linking, with relevant games also cutting off players' ability to access DLC. Only one of the games on the list, the 2019 multiplayer-only VR shooter Space Junkies, was going to be rendered completely inaccessible by the move. So that's the only game that you're just not going to be able to play anymore even if you own it. So what happened? So since the announcement, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD and Silent Hunter 5 have been pulled from sale at the request of the publisher, and they also received new notices on their Steam pages that read, quote, Please note that this title will not be accessible following September 1st, 2022. There were other games as well. This same notice appeared on the doomed Space Junkies game, uh, while Splinter Cell Blacklist and Prince of Persia The Forgotten Sands, two other games from the list, they remain available for purchase with a notice that Deluxe Edition and DLC for the title will not be accessible following September 1st, 2022. So, this all happens and everybody obviously gets pretty upset and, you know, understandably irritated. Like, what do you mean I'm not going to be able to access access my games? So Ubisoft has clarified. Two entries from the list of games Ubisoft is decommissioning online support for, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD and Silent Hunter 5, it looked like they were going to be rendered completely inaccessible, which contradicted Ubisoft's initial statement on what aspects would be cut off. Now, Ubisoft now says they used the wrong wording, and this is what they had to say. Quote, as stated in our support article, only DLCs and online features will be affected by the upcoming decommissioning. Current owners of those games will still be able to access, play, or re-download them. Our teams are working with our partners to update this information across all storefronts and are also assessing all available options for players who will be impacted when those games online services are decommissioned on September the 1st in 2022. It has always been our intention to have every to do everything in our power to allow those legacy titles to remain available in the best possible condition for players and this is what we are working toward. So essentially what they're doing is is they're shutting down 
online support for certain games. So even if you owned the game, those online features will simply stop working. Now, some of the headlines were making this about DRM, that the DRM would no longer get updated and it would render your game completely broken and unplayable. That is not true. Uh, Again, the announcements and the way those storefronts, the way those pages got hit was inaccurate according to what Ubisoft is saying. This also means that they will likely be pushing out more updates on other games to ensure that everybody knows, listen, it's DLC and online features. You should be good to go if you already own the game. I'm curious what you think about this, about companies decommissioning features or aspects of a game that you've already paid for. Let me know in the comments below or head to Reforge Gaming to discuss it with me live. As always, hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Excuse me. I'm I'm being I'm being summoned here. You don't want this story. Well, then I can't I can't help you. I'm work. Okay, just wait for her to come back in. I am I'm I'm live, buddy. I'm working. You'll have to have Mama help you. I thought you just needed me to turn it on. Sorry, bud. Stories in the morning uh, audiobooks, and he wanted to get a new one. It's like I'm not doing that because that turns into a bit of a task. I have to like go into the app and search. It's a little slow, so I'll have to wait for uh, for Mama to come back. <coughs> Excuse me, Mama to come back inside. So, what do you guys think of this? What do you guys make of this? This is a uh, this th- th- this is obviously an ongoing you know uh, problem conundrum quandary. For games that uh, that have online features that could be just potentially suddenly turned off, just out of nowhere, you can't access those aspects of the game. You you can't get in, and that's always going to be a concern. I think this should always be able to be played. What's good, Mike on the mic? What's good, feed? I see you in the chat, guys. Do your normal morning routine. Make sure you are on live chat. Make sure you have smashed the like button. Get us our first 100 likes. Uh, we've we've come back from a break, and unfortunately, this the, we're we're, de- we're dealing with a bit of a news drought. So we're gonna have to carry these streams on our backs. Games with online features are getting hit too. Says Distorted. This is a big concern for all digital games and DLC. It's bad business and will cause more subscription uh, services. So you think it's going to cause more games to go to a subscription format? Why would this cause people to shift to subscription? I was stating how digital game purchases work as I understand them. Not sure how it works when you own the disc. Yeah, this gets really touchy because they can just be like, yeah, you can't access the game anymore because you didn't actually own the game. You had a license to play it and that license can be revoked. It can be updated there's any number of things they can just decide to do if they uh, if they if they want to shut the servers down if they want to shut the game down if they want to just no longer support the game these are all things that they can just decide to do and then you no longer can access uh, your games we never really own games the systems tend not to says distorted uh, legally speaking, this is a big concern for digital games, games without online features getting hit too. Uh, what is Ubisoft's taking away? So essentially what they did was Ubisoft formally announced it, it, the, the, the headlines were like, oh, Ubisoft removing games. Your games are getting removed. What they announced was they are shutting down online support essentially 
for games that launched in the window of like 2009 and 2019. And so many people were seeing their games were listed in the storefront that said this game won't be accessible after September the 1st of this year. Well, that's not the correct phrasing. There are features that will not be accessible after September 2nd or whatever, right? So there's a VR shooter, Space Junkies. That's the only game that will just be rendered completely inaccessible when they do this because it's a multiplayer-only game. So if your game is always online and this sort of a thing happens, like, it's gone. There's nothing left. There is no single-player mode. There is no offline mode for, for games that are always online. For the other games, like Assassin's Creed Liberation, Silent Hunter, and the rest, they're like, listen... If you own the game, you can keep on playing it. You're good to go, but you won't be able to access online. The really strange part about this is you will not be able to access DLC. Now, I don't know when they say you won't be able to access DLC. Do they mean you're no longer able to download and buy it? Or is it like, no, you paid for that DLC and it's inaccessible. You cannot go into it anymore those maps, those worlds, those weapons or whatever, they're all gone. Like I don't I don't know. I the the the, the phrasing sounds like, yeah, that's it. You you can't even access the DLC, which would I think would be a little strange for people uh, that bought it. DLC is all digital. Well, a lot of these games that are that are in your Steam playlist are digital. 10 Uh, 11 of these games were on PC. Most of these games were getting the little headline in in the Steam storefront. So, yeah, the DLC is digital, but so are the games. Like, there's no physical... These these 10 titles in Steam are not physical in any way. You will lose your access to your ability to even download the DLC. Another negative to live service... I will readily admit that this is one of the downsides to a live service game. I'm like I'm pro live service. I think live service is great. I think live service is a, is a solid is a solid format for ongoing support of a game, monetization, experiences for the player. But if they decide to shut everything down, that's it. That you're you're done. But they are accrued. I think you meant to say accrued. They're accrued through online verification. The DLC is? I understand the argument about does anyone play it anymore, but the principle still applies. The game's DLCs and features are paid for. Right, like what percentage of the consumer base is like, oh my gosh, that that 10-year-old game, I can't go play my DLC now. But again, that you bought it. Like, it does... It, it, <clears throat> <clears throat> excuse me it doesn't matter how many people care it's the principle it's like well you can't you you can't just take stuff away from people that paid for it Lono hear me out this supports the live service focus for Ubisoft they are starting to decommission these games to free up server space well now there's a theory that I like I mean I well I don't I'm not saying I like it I'm saying there's a theory that I think has legs that's a pretty good theory the idea being that like Ubisoft is potentially getting ready to push and do a bunch of live service games 
they, they got you know the division mobile and all this other stuff they, they could be like listen man we got to shut these servers down if we don't shut these servers down we're not going to have enough to do these these games we have to shut down online support of all these games now i don't know if what you're doing alex are you saying that you i think they're getting purchased by sony i think they're getting purchased by sony and I think in their purchase by Sony, they're getting ready to be in a position to help Sony create live service games. Free division game, live service Assassin's Creed, they're preparing for full live service support. You can't, uh, Hilly says, you can when you sell them a license to access the game disc or no disc, you don't own it. You think this is propping up their value, says Alex. Uh, Abe says, it would have been a good faith move on Ubisoft to just disable and remove the DRM. The games were bought at full price and even was on summer sale less than a month ago. Yeah, like, but the DRM really isn't the issue, is it, Abe? I thought that was like a false headline. It's not that they're, removing the DRM wouldn't do anything. They're basically shutting, oh, I see what you're saying. It won't be able to verify ownership, which is the, is that the DRM aspect? To, to, to limit piracy is that what that's supposed to be like oh well we don't want people pirating so it needs to verify that you own this and that's not going to work anymore and so when that stops working you're going to be dealing with the, basically you're going to be dealing with a, uh, a, a a dead game like it can't verify that you own it um, I'm, I'm updating the shirt command uh, there we go. It'll take it to the 80s cartoon collection. Who's going to be the first coffee order of the day? Everything now under Reforge Roast right there. Nice label on my coffee cup. The brand new web presence has been launched. It's super clean. It works really, really well. The bags have been re uh, relabeled. ReforgeRoast.com or the coffee command in chat or the link below if you're watching the VOD. Thank you for everybody who's been supporting the coffee. We need a couple more likes. We don't have 100 likes yet. Come on, we're, we're slacking with the turnouts. Turnouts been lower and the likes have been lower. We gotta push. We gotta really, really push here. We're gonna we're in like this lull in the summer. There's gonna be a bunch of stuff launching like August. So end of July, things will pick up again. Uh, this has to be close to breaching some sort of consumer protection law, says Fozzie. Would any of the lawyers agree? Here's the difficulty with consumer protection laws, okay? Guys, thanks for the likes. You're the best. I appreciate you smashing that button. Here's the challenge with consumer protection laws. These EULAs, these user, these end-user license agreements that you agree to and these TOSs that you agree to, they basically give them the out. They can be like, look... Tomorrow, you know, the Division 2 could just shut everything down and your character's gone. They could be like, yeah, we're done with the Division. We're uh, we're not wanting to support this game anymore. And we no longer... I believe that they're only legally obligated for like... I, I don't even know if there's a legal obligation for a certain amount of time. Like, could they launch a game and, like, two months later be like, F y'all, and just shut the servers down? Like, I don't know. I truly don't know if there's even sort of, like, an an enforceable limited amount of time where you could say, hey, when someone buys this game, you need to provide access to it for at least a certain number of months or something. I I, I don't know. More fake, fake anger over games no one's still playing in a major way. You expect games from 2014 to stay up. Well, Soldier Boy... 
it's not necessarily fake anger because there has been an ongoing discussion about game preservation and game ownership this has been a debate in the gaming community for a while and what this does is it paints a very clear picture you don't actually own a lot of the games that you think that you own like if you buy a game and you buy DLC you don't actually own it listen I'm not going down this road with you but Bungie went through this when they started removing content from the game that you had paid for whether it was missions, planets, strikes, or whatever, they started removing stuff from the game so that the game could evolve and expand and not run out of space. They couldn't just keep adding to it for an infinitude, so they literally had to remove stuff from the game. And they were able to do this because it's all in the EULA. It's like, they can be like, there you go, we're just yanking stuff out, okay? It's not that different for somebody to buy a game and buy DLC and they're like, yeah, well, the DRM that checks ownership on that, we're not supporting this game online anymore, so there's no way to verify that you own the DLC, so sorry, man, you can't get access to this anymore because Eugene's like, well, this isn't a live service game, right? And so at the same time, it's like, There is a significant difference, but it's not a hop, skip, and a jump away from a live service game removing content that you paid for. It's not that different at all. Just because it's live service doesn't mean that they're not doing something very similar. It's like, yeah, well, you paid for that, but it's gone. It's no longer in the game. Now... I never really had an issue with that, but it is very similar. It is very, very similar. You're not actually buying the game or the content. You're buying a license to play it, and that license has all these stipulations where they could be like, yeah, sorry, man, whoop, you you don't have access to it anymore. EU and Australian courts will stop this, says Eugene. So Eugene's one of our resident lawyers. He thinks that the courts are going to step in and be like, no, you can't do this. Same thing is happening with movies, says Distorted. Review Tech did a video on service completely taking access from movies purchased in other countries. Recent movies, too. Really? Just all you, yeah, they're gone. The movies are gone? Huh. It's similar to buying a song on iTunes. If you buy a song, you own the rights for the duration of your lifetime. People have tried to include iTunes in their will, and it's illegal uh, rights end at death. Really? I did not know that. That you're like, your digital ownership of video games, it ends at when you die. You can't bequeath your iTunes collection to your family. I mean, just, you can give them the login, I guess. Does iTunes find out that you died and, like, delete your account? <laughs> That's a little morbid. But, I, you know, you just hand the login to somebody. Um, worst uh, Bungie worker with Sunset Luke Smith. I never understand that. They bring now same guns back. I mean, I, I looked at one of their latest blog posts, and I was like, they've got a great format. I think a lot of people are going to follow that format. But, yeah, they that's what, that's what a good live service game does. It delivers more of the same because that's generally what people uh, want. Oh, he dead? Delete, right? Like, 
Uh, I just read through the terms of service, says Alex. It's absurd. There's a case law where people have tried to pass on Apple Music to Offspring and it was not allowed. Yeah, permadeath is real, chat. That's right, sis. Sis. <laughs> uh, they try to. Whenever they find out that you died, they just delete your character. They're like, "That's it, man. You 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 died." You know. Funny enough, large portions of content that Bungie removed are still in the game. Not to mention they removed content and then brought it back, but you have to pay for it again. E.g., the Leviathan. Yeah, man. But that's 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 the developer dream right there. You're like. Thanks for buying this. We got to take it away for a little bit, okay? And they're like, really? And you're like, yeah, yeah, all right. All right, do you want to buy this? You're like, that looks like the same mug. No, it's it's a little different. You know, we uh, I, I turned it around. So the handle's over here now, you see. And if you want to see the sticker, you have to turn it, right? Now, let's... Uh, Let's let's get that credit card number and uh, we'll get you all ready to go. <laughs> they rogue like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just straight up rogue. They're like everything's gone. Sorry, you want it back? You want it back in? You got to pay. Hundreds of TV shows have been removed. Are going to be removed next month. Customers in Germany and Aust- Austria will be affected. Germany Christmas. That is interesting, is it not? that you can pay for all these movies and TV shows. What if the service just goes away, right? What if it just goes away? If they're just like, well, we can't support it anymore. Sorry, we're bankrupt. You know, like Netflix is a subscription to watch whatever's there. All right. And stuff just disappears. They're like, yeah, sorry. You know, Paramount won Star Trek The Next Generation now. So like my wife and I, we still use Netflix but we weren't using Hulu, so we canceled Hulu and we signed up for Paramount Plus because it was like we were enjoying Star Trek The Next Generation. Now, that's not the same as me going to Amazon and saying, I would like to own Spider-Man Far From Home. I want to own it and I buy it so I can watch it every year when we do our MCU rewatch. Well, we don't do it every year. Every every couple years we might do a rewatch, right? It's going to get longer and longer to do that now with the, you know, what phase four already has 50 hours. What the frick? But, but if Amazon was suddenly like, yeah, well, um, we got into a little bit of a tiff with Disney and you don't own that anymore. Yeah. It's not on our platform. It's gone. You'd be like, wait, what? I paid for it. Do I get my money back? Like I've not seen it yet, Patrick. So to me, it's one of those situations where you don't, do do we truly own anything digital? Like our consumer protection laws needing to be updated here to say, if you are going to be selling digital items, there needs to be assurances made. You, You can't just weasel out of this with a EULA and a terms of service that someone signs just to get into your game. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it like this. Right now, when you go to play Fall Guys, there's a EULA, an E-U-L-A. I believe it stands for End User License Agreement. I believe that's what it stands for. And when you sign that, you're basically agreeing to all their stuff. Like, you won't cheat and da-da-da-da-da, and you you don't really own the game. Now, it's a free-to-play game, and you can spend money in that game. 
Hey, somebody ordered some Reforged Roast a little bit ago. The first coffee order of the day. A bag of the Dark Roast to... This new order form doesn't show me their username, so I have to use... Oh, I see it. I see it. I take that back. Reaper. I see where it is. It's in a different spot. No worries. It's a good order form. I like it. It's just I got to look in a new spot now. Reaper, thank you for that first coffee order. Who's going to be the second? We always like to round out and have an even number of coffee orders. If you're not a coffee drinker, uh, I'm sorry, if you are a coffee drinker, you owe it to yourself to try Reforge Roast. The Balanced Acidity alone, if you've never had coffee with Balanced Acidity, you got to try it. Brutal Gear says, I completely agree with you, but is there an acceptable length of time what what the kind of ends? I'm not sure what you're trying to say. For instance, is Nintendo expected to still support Super Nintendo if it breaks? Well, no, 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 no. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, Brutal. Let's not conflate categories here. Let's not conflate categories. You're talking about hardware breaking. We're talking about digital goods. I'll move it to the top for you. By the way, Creature, the way you're doing it now, it puts their username on the shipping label. It's like, let's just say their name is John Smith. It's like John Smith, and then below that, it's like Tankman225, and then their address. It's not a huge deal. The labels are still legitimate, but it's not necessary, right? Like, they might not want their their postal worker to know what their what their online username is. <laughs> So I don't I don't know how we fix that, but whatever. Yo, what's good, cream of wheat? Does anyone know if there are laws that determine? Uh, hang on, I need to go back to what I was saying with brutal to, to brutal. Let's not conflate categories. There is a giant difference between your hardware breaking, so you can no longer use your Super Nintendo or your Nintendo. You thought they would like it? I don't know about that. You're you're putting something on the label that's not a tradition it's not traditionally on the label like they're accustomed to the mailman knowing their name and address because they're literally shoving it in the mailbox but now they know their online username it probably is like literally not a big deal but as we scale and grow you might have somebody get a little tiffed about that like hey man i i take my online privacy very seriously anyways um the hardware of a Super Nintendo breaking is not the same as digital access being disrupted. Because as long as you have a working computer, let's just say, you 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 can get online and download those games and play them. Like I said, I agree with you, but if we are updating consumer protection laws, are companies expected to keep up digital goods forever, even if the company can't afford it? That's where, right, uh, that's where it gets a little hairy. I figured Get Wrecked 094462 would get a kick out of seeing it. Maybe, maybe. Uh, probably, yeah, we don't want, Abe Abe doesn't want people connecting his real name with his online name. Yeah, it's, it's a hop, skip, and a jump, Abe. They, they, Sherlock Holmes would have a hard time with it. If you're wanting non-YouTube users to start buying, you'll have to get rid of that. Yeah, we'll have to think through that too, because, you know, you're making, I, I think it's always been optional to put that username in there, isn't it? Like a guest checkout. As we grow, I think guest checkout becomes necessary, but currently that's not necessary. However, um, the consumer protection laws, as far as like you having the ability to access a digital good for an infinitude, the question on the table is, should they have to support it for forever? 
Well, I would say no. Like that that's not a reasonable expectation on a business. Dad gummit, that look at that thing. My 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 stickers they're slowly uh The temperature, (laughs) I think when we were out of town and the AC broke, I think the temperature, I think it got warm enough down here in the office that like the, the sticker started letting go. I'm at the, I'm at to get some more. I'll just put a bunch of them on there so it'll never have a chance of falling because I've got extras. You need to mount the magnets to the wall. They've been, they've been good for forever. It's just when we were gone, the AC broke, and I think the temperature fluctuation messed with the glue, so it probably would have let go of the wall, too. Um, your corner's off by one millimeter. Can you fix that? Yeah, let me, let me see if I can, let me see if I can push that. I, sorry. Uh, (laughs) With, like, actual screws. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, 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 no. They've been fine. They've been fine. I have backup magnets. I can always just stick new ones on there. It's been... It's been like this for months, maybe longer. How long has it been? Has it been a year yet? Anyway, you deserve that. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good clapback. Technical difficulties. We'll be right back. Insert coffee ad. That's right. That's right. We need like an official coffee logo. And then periodically you guys will tune in. And it'll just be Reforge Roast back there instead. You know what I'm saying? We need some Reforge Roast disc plates. So, if you're new to the stream and you've never been here before, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you can talk. That way you don't miss my shows. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster until I flick you off. Uh, I am a safe-for-work broadcaster, so a lot of people throw me on in the background, kind of like video game radio or a video game podcast. So, make sure you are subscribed to the channel, and make sure you're smashing that like button. It does help out the video. If we could get another 20 or 30 likes, it would roll us over to 200 likes, and that would help immensely. Uh, We cover gaming news, and sometimes gaming news gets a little dry, we go through a little bit of a drought but I think uh, we put on a good show regardless and so sometimes we have to kind of push the show up the hill to get it into uh, into new people's laps on YouTube all joking aside have you considered making your own coffee ad so you could run it during bio breaks I've thought about that Valiant like I could just push a button and it would go to a scene yeah 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 that has the ad playing because the ad roll on like you know 300 people when I'm streaming is not, it's probably not worth it. If I was doing it every 45 minutes like they're pressuring me. Oh, by the way, we need members. We are about to fall below 1,000 members. You guys went crazy gifting memberships last month. We're about to fall below 1,000 members. There are perks at different tiers of membership. At a, if we fall below 1,000, Madam's not on cam on Friday nights. So 1,000 for Madam on cam. 1,500 members, if we hit 1,500 members at any point during this month, Madam will go back into Elden Ring and try and beat that boss in that dungeon. 2,000 members, if we hit 2,000 members at any point during the month, that unlocks the Star Wars watch party. So if you got a member last month, consider jumping in on your own. We're doing members content every single day of the week, as well as those Friday night streams. Community game night 
is this month next week on the 22nd we'll be doing fall guys again fall guys is free everywhere so you have no excuse get it installed throw down five bucks and become a member and be here on a friday night those fall guys game nights are a blast eventually we'll do different games for game night but for now we've only done fall guys once and it was super super fun so make sure you're here on the 22nd hilly will be rejoining me to co-host madam might jump in and play uh especially if memberships pop and she, you know we'll, we'll get her to come down and maybe you know play with you guys play some fall guys and see if she can't win some games hilly and i can always shout cast what she's doing so thanks for being here thanks for ordering coffee doing membership smash and like and all of uh all of the things uh let's see paul says the silly thing is the drm is used to authenticate the game which you're booting from steam if you download the game from x site it's drm free you're rewarding people for not buying the game here's what i don't understand okay why hasn't steam established like a solution here why doesn't steam say hey look we have record of the sale so <laughs> so when you go to boot up the game it if the drm fails it should just check with your steam profile like oh yeah he bought the game right now you're going to have fringe cases of people that did something funky, shared the game, bought the game, did whatever, logged in somewhere else. Who cares about those people? They're they're a percentage point of a percentage point. The average person would be like, "Oh hey, Steam has record of the DLC sale." So when I go to go into this area and the DRM fails because this company's no longer supporting the game online, no worries. It kicks it over to Steam and Steam's like, you're good. Yep, yep, you bought the game. We have record of sale. You bought the DLC. We have record of sale. Someone will find a way to make it not matter anymore. Steam does have it. So what's the issue then? I don't understand why Ubisoft's even needing to do this. I 100% understand Ubisoft being like, we can no longer support this game on for, for multiplayer. We've got to shut the servers down. No one's playing. There's like two people. There's a guy in Indonesia and a guy in Texas logging in every month. There's nobody else playing. we got to shut these servers down. That I completely understand. But as far as DRM on DLCs, like what like what Eugene is saying, you can't just remove it? How hard is that? Isn't it isn't it easier to just say, hey, we're gonna do right by the customer, we're gonna push out a couple of patches that'll you know, what'll it take how long will it take you, UB, a weekend to, to drum up these DRM patches? I, I guarantee you some hacker, some black hat guy We'll do it for free, you know? Just give him give him the ability to go in and remove it all, and then he'll kick the updates to you. You don't have to worry about decommissioned online services with a pirated game. Funny how the stealing the games are the preservationists now. They don't want to remove the DRM. They don't want people to pirate it even when they don't support it. That's got to be one of the dumbest things. If they if they actually said that out loud, I'd be like, "You're you sound like a dummy, you sound like an absolute idiot." Apologies, I'm away that weekend. My book trip for us and for about uh, I'm available on the 29th if required. Well, it's not required, Hilly. It's not required. I can do a community game night without you. Could you do? 
Could you do this week? Short. It's short notice. The fifteenth short notice. That might we might not get a very good turnout. We kind of need to promote it. We we need the the gifting train and all that to get back up running full steam. And I we're we're gonna struggle with that because we just we're not we're not having the we're not having the turnouts that we need for that. So we might have to we might have to just kick it. We we can't do it early, but we if we have a week and a half, we should be able to get the train going and get a good turnout for community game night. You could do the fifteenth. Well, we would need to have a really different week than we're having right now. We would need to see a, a significant shift in uh, in turnout and members because I, it would probably be a bad idea to do it short notice this week. I understand shutting servers down when nobody's playing the game, but make a way so that games that people have purchased will always be able to play it, sell it to a third party or something. The size of the game and the server is minuscule. The games are getting bigger and bigger. Remove this game from the server is like deleting a notepad file on your PC. Am I wrong? Well, no, 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 no. I, I, I think you're looking at the telescope. You're looking at the wrong end of the telescope, Jester. It's not like they can just go into the server and be like, oh, it's fine. Keep that game over there. It's teeny, uh, it's teeny tiny. It's fine. Just let it sit there. We're not going to get a ton of space by deleting it. No, they recommission the servers for other games. So, like, the entire you know server backbone infrastructure all of that is set up for those games so the servers get decommissioned and then recommissioned it's not like they can just go in and say oh that game's teeny tiny it only needs this teeny corner of the server in the hard drive you can use the the rest of the server for this they did the same thing with paragon and fortnite so epic games goes in shuts down the Paragon servers and then recommission them for Fortnite because they needed them. At that point in time, Paragon was in like, what was it, like a beta or early access or something. It was not in a position where tons of people uh, were playing. Can't expect Sony to make CD players forever. CD players will make a comeback. You watch? <laughs> Probably not. Um... Let's see. Without Hilly, I suddenly had plans that day, says Abe. Shut up. People stealing games uh, are the preservationists. They just told everyone not to buy their games. Have they said what games are being shut down? Yeah, okay, so there's 11 of these games are on PC. Um, there is, there's a selection of games from 2009 to 2019 uh, that have that are going to be decommissioned. Now, a lot of them you, you've probably never heard of, but Assassin's Creed Liberation HD, Silent Hunter, there was uh, Prince of Persia Forgotten Sands, Splinter Cell Blacklist, uh, Space Junkies. So, you know, they, they're just go- they're just they're no longer Space Junkies is an online only game, so it's de- it's just dead once they do this. It is just absolutely dead in the water. It's, you won't be able to play the game. It just won't be possible. Um, you mostly play single-player games. Well, and this affects single-player games because they're basically saying, look, you won't be able to access the uh, the DLC anymore. You won't. It, it, it's they, they can't check to see if you own it, so it's just gone. It's like it doesn't exist anymore. Epic did right by Paragon, though. They released assets for free and gave full refunds for early access in the beta microtransactions. Well, I mean... They were in a position where they could do that. They were making so much money. It was like, it was probably nothing for them to do that. That is a good will gesture, though. Hey, there we go. Cat's trying to get the member train going. Let's get this member train going. 
That'll help. It'll get people in here. We'll have more people for Friday nights. Rockin' Robin, Dr. Dinglenut, Corey, Brutal Gear, and Camille. They got grabbed really quickly. Make sure and say thank you to Kat for that. We are close to slipping below 1,000 members. So if you got a gifted membership last month and you enjoyed all that great content, consider jumping back in. Five bucks a month gets you into members' content basically every day. Uh, as well as those Friday night streams. Uh, Johnzo with a 16-month milestone. Welcome back. Dr. what now? Dr. Dingle Nut. The PS3 emulator has been able to emulate the always online servers for D1, Killzone, and Metal Gear. That's insane. So can you play with other people or it just emulates like it's online? <sighs> yeah, I read through that in the open, uh, Paul. That's what sucks about today's market. You don't buy the game. We buy access to the game. And at any time, the store or developer can pull your access for any reason. Now, some of this is part and parcel to the world that we live in, right? I don't know if this is some sinister plan to make it to where nobody act- you don't actually own anything, right? I wish YouTube Premium came with a free sub. There's rumors that that will that that's that's coming. Hey, somebody else ordered some coffee. An order of Reforge roast, two light roasts, two. What? Oh, is this a subscription? Hey, that's dope. My man, where'd the username go? Uh, congratulations on the sale. Well, they didn't. I don't know if they put it. Someone named James, I guess I'll, I'll say, did a subscription to two light roasts. We do have subscriptions available. So once a month, my man is getting two reforged roasts, two light roasts a month. That's dope. Uh, Work and Lurk came back to a gifted sub. Thanks. Oh, that's dope, Camille. Yo, good morning, Stormkiller. Epic never refunded me for early access to Paragon. As a result, I will never buy into another early access game, says Corey. We need to understand that this is a key reason game prices haven't skyrocketed. The field is optional. He didn't want to use it. Oh, okay, so the field's optional. Okay, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Um, <clears throat> You had to apply for it, says Robert. Corey, it sounds like you missed the memo. It's the same plan Bungie's using. They're going to recycle the assets into AC Infinity. No, no, uh-uh. Holy moly, you're breaking your back trying to jump over that skyscraper of logic. No, that's not what's happening here at all. You you think they're decommissioning DLC for Assassin's Creed Liberation so they can reuse the assets in AC Infinity? That's not even remotely close to being an accurate reason at all. Come on, dude. That's a super old game. It'll be a brand new game. Now, there may be points of interest that are familiar from the old Assassin's Creed games to get you excited, but there is absolutely no way that AC Liberation is what... That's not what they're doing here. It is true. Having a lot of servers is a big expense, especially for smaller studios uh, that use other company servers. Um, you just said yes. Come on, you gotta substantiate your claim. What's so great in AC Liberation that they want the assets for AC Infinity? When did AC Liberation even come out? 
any way we can get purchase history, figure out uh, what sort of sub would make sense. Oh, for you, Eugene, I mean, I could I could research what you typically bought and what intervals you bought. I mean, I, I could quickly snapshot it because I know your first name uh, and it's unique enough that if I searched my history here, um, oh, shoot, I deleted that email from my dadgum phone because we're no longer using it. Shoot, Creature might have to assist. Creature might have to assist you with that. I was going to pull up your the emails, but I I don't. We're not using that email anymore. My email's now Lono at Reforge Media. It's not. Uh, we're not using the old network anymore. Where can I buy a lifetime rights to a picture of the infamous Lono hero pose? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, Creature says he can pull it and send it to you. There you go. Maybe you have it on your account. I don't know, because if you used PayPal, he had to nuke all that stuff because it was causing us problems with the new store. <clears throat> Techno says, you can host a virtual remote server for always online games to play them by yourself or with friends with port forwarding, like hosting a Minecraft Java server. Oh, so that's how they do it with games like Destiny 1. That's crazy that people are actually doing that. Guys, thank you for 200 likes. I appreciate it. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about Ubisoft removing games. Where do you land on this? How do you feel about this? That was my order for the coffee. Rissick with a $10 tip through Super Chat. Thank you for your order of Reforge Roast and a tip through Super Chat. Let's keep it going. Let's keep the coffee orders going. Super Chats, gifting members, new members. Let's go. Let's get a poll going, actually. Um, should companies be able to remove your access to a paid game yes or no if it's a paid game right should companies be able to remove your access to a paid game should they even be allowed to do it and i know that's a really generic way of asking it but i just want to get like opinion and discussion going on this because i think there is a gigantic chasm of difference between an always online game like Destiny or The Division and like a single player game. I think there's a huge difference. They already clarified you won't lose access to Liberation. Well, you lose access to DLC. Just my thoughts, stupid or not. Okay, so Revive Farmer says, I think AC Infinity is going to be a live service compilation of all AC games using assets, stories from all previous games with new assets and stories interwoven. Okay, but here's the thing, Revive. Even if you're right, because I think you might be close to what they're going to do. I don't think you've got it exactly right, but I think you're in the room. You're in the ballpark, all right? That has nothing to do with what's happening right now. That has nothing to do with decommissioning really old games that, you know, from 2009 to 2019. That window of time, right? Ubisoft is just following the precedents that Bungie set with removing content or DLC from the game that people paid for. Ubisoft is just taking that precedence and expanding it. Thanks, Bungie. I do not see a connection between those two. I do not see a connection between those two. One is somebody saying, we want our live service game to continue. We're going to be cycling content in and out of the game. And yeah, they charge you for it. And the consumer base is clearly 
answered with a resounding this is okay because the game continues to get support and has a player base okay so the market has given them approval now what ubisoft is doing is decommissioning really really old games and shutting down servers because they're likely getting ready to ramp up for other games and other launches and other launches okay you think ubisoft's been given marching orders right there's a giant difference between what Ubi is doing and what and what Destiny has done. One is an effort to have the game continue to, to evolve and grow and make space for everything. You don't need all this clutter. You don't need all these planets and all these locations. What Ubi is doing is Ubi is saying, well, we, we need the servers. We need the tech. We, we got to decommission all this stuff. No one's playing these dadgum games anymore. So we're going to have to kind of, you know... We need to repurpose all this stuff. This is not the first time that a company has decided to say, hey, we're going to take our servers and we got to decommission and recommission them because we've got new things coming. And the game that is on this server has, you know, seven people regularly playing it. So, you know, we feel we're in a position to do this. It's not uncommon at all. You know, what are you supposed to do with a Division 1 in like seven years? just keep letting people log in and play it's like eventually you have to accept the fact that they're 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 going to need to shut the servers down you can't access an online game for forever it doesn't make any sense they can shut off their servers but give players the ability to play what they paid for now how on earth would they do that techno now you're talking about preservationists and and, and emulators that have figured out ways to do that so they're supposed to do that for you how long after the game comes out are they you know are you owed that obligation would be the real question yeah like what what exactly is there what exactly is their duty and responsibility to the public that paid for the product so so let's say the division one in two years, they're like, yeah, we got to shut these servers down that they, they owe you a substantive upgrade or update. I should say that syncs the game or, or links the game and creates a virtual server and allows you to continue to play and play with your buddies. Right. Why would, why would that, why would that be a thing? Your hair looks great. My hairline just started receding. Like it's the Olympics. I appreciate that. My my hair was supposed to I was supposed to bald start balding like 20 years ago. All of my uncles that I look like were balding in their early 20s. I'm actually 40 years old, so you know, 20 years ago is when I sort of should have started losing my hair. It actually got thicker in my 20s. So, I don't know what kind of reverse Uno card my genetics played, but I was pretty thankful cuz I like having hair. Bald is a good look though. If you start losing your hair, man, just embrace it. Because I think bald can be pretty dope looking. Especially if you can grow good facial hair. Something like the Division 1 would have just become a single player or network enabled multiplayer game. Disable the DRM, says Abe. If it's a single player game, it doesn't need the servers. Well, yeah, if it's a single player game, that's my take on it, Abe. Yo, what's good, Pugs? Uh, That's my take. 100% is just go in and disable the DRM. How hard is that? Right? My brother is bald. I have really thick hair. Pretty sure we have the same parents. I mean, you never know. You never know, Valiant. You know. <laughs> you just you just never know. No, my family, everybody has different hair. 
anyone else just bored with playing old games I wish they could find a way to make game development more efficient because the 4 to 6 year turnaround time for big games is kind of insane to me well it's one of those things Jake I've talked about that before that technological innovation is always it's kind of a snake eating its tail a little well not a snake eating its tail it's sort of a I feel like technology is a runner who always puts on a new pair of shoes always it's like as soon as the runner gets to the point where they feel like they could run really really fast and really really efficiently they put on a new pair of shoes and they're 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 they pinch a little bit they got to be broken in and they're back to kind of like yeah it's it's going to take a while so you would need technological advancements to bridge the gap between the tech advancements and making games look incredible and better and awesome and you got ray tracing and this type of texture mapping and this type of lighting and blah 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 you oh this is so great well what that does is is any bandwidth or efficiency benefits your company has earned they sort of immediately erode under the weight of all that new stuff because it's like well now we got to learn how to do all this and when we do this it adds processing strain and bottlenecks that have to be optimized and well you can't do that now because if you try to do that now in addition to this team over here doing this with the lighting it's going to cause all these problems and so these two things have to work well together so it's like there's always another tech advancement there's always a new thing they can do in the video game world and it's an intrinsic setback it's like well we were getting pretty fast at doing this but now we got to learn all these new things and do all these new things and that's going to kick the can further down the road on efficiency bandwidth and, and turnaround time you know what i mean i think it's something in the food making all of us bald in america uh that or some wretch with the gene in them spread it like crazy a long time ago and it's continued spreading like a plague since (laughs) people really don't have things to play how much are you gaming why not have a way that once you've been verified for purchasing download it and then have access to it offline i mean i played the shivering isles in oblivion without being online Sometimes, Troy, it's a matter of the way the game is built. The game's infrastructure and code and backbone is meant to plug in with the server. And when that server's not there, the game's just like, I don't know how to do anything. Right? Like, when you go and walk around, uh, you go and walk around in the Division or the Division 2, okay? When you go walking around in those places, yeah, I read. I saw Myth is coming to YouTube. Uh, he and I, he and I go way back. He doesn't, he doesn't really talk to me anymore. But we go, we go way back. Um, I think that uh, that the way that most of these games are built there's too much that's reliant on the servers. They'd have to go back and completely rebuild the Dadgum game. Like, when you go and play The Division, it's just expecting certain things to be there. Now, that's what Techno was talking about. You'd have to either make servers or virtual servers and then code the game to interact with those virtual servers. Game development has become more efficient, says Abe. They aren't just doing a 100-meter sprint anymore. They're doing a 500-meter sprint, but in the same time. I mean... 
I, I don't know, Abe. I don't know if it's that simplistic of, of a statement because the companies have also gotten really, really big. So are they more efficient or do they just have more people now? So they're like, well, yeah, we can do way more. I remember that game of Fortnite where he just gave you the sauce and you were like, this guy's good before he blew up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's a god. He's a god. And everybody sent the clip to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he swooped in, landed on the edge of my wall, and hit me with a rocket launcher. It was so... It was such an incredible kill. I had to give props. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. I met him in New York. We hung out for a bit, had a drink. He's super nice. Um, this is definitely a pretty good subject to talk about. Yeah, I think so. I think game preservation and game ownership is a huge debate in the gaming world right now, right? I'm Ukrainian. Can you speak Russian or Ukrainian? No, I cannot. If I play by myself, why do I need to connect to remote servers? Techno, it's not that you need to. It's that the game needs to. When they build a game, and that game has all of these mechanics and firings and things that happen, that happen server-side, where what, what does that do when the server's not there? There's all these expectations. It would be like going to a restaurant and firing two of the people in the cook line and being like, I don't understand why you guys can't make a pizza now. It's like, what do you mean? What You got rid of the oven and you got rid of two people from the cook line. All of these assumptions and baked in mechanisms aren't there anymore. Look, can you make me a pizza? No. We can spread out the dough and put stuff on it, and then it's going to sit there. It's got nowhere to go. Can you talk about this? No, I I cannot. I cannot. That's not what we do here. That feels like bait, if you want my honest opinion. Uh, The imperative is on then to have an exit plan, says Eugene. Ubisoft didn't make the decision yesterday to shut down these games. There has been behind-the-scenes convos for a while. They should have implemented an offline option. For, For multiplayer games... Or online games, I completely disagree. No. I do not believe that a company that makes an online game, a multiplayer game, owes you an offline option 10 years later. I don't agree with that at all. The Division 1 doesn't owe you that. Destiny 1 doesn't owe you that. They don't. They don't owe you the the ability to play the game offline. Absolutely not. That dev time and that work and that bandwidth is not owed to you. That company gave you more, more than than a substantive value transmission for your money. You were never promised an infinitude of access. That was never promised to you. I don't agree with that. Take a looter that stores gear server side. They need an exit plan that shifts the storage to local. I No, I don't think they need to. No, there's no imperative on the company to do that. They don't need to, to technologically innovate or work or develop solutions so you can play an online game a decade later offline. I don't agree with that at all. There's no business, ethical, or moral imperative on the company to do that. I, I firmly disagree with that. That would be undue hardship on the company. We made a product, delivered it, serviced it, and delivered excellence. We patched it, we updated it, we kept things going. And nine years later, we don't owe you anything. We don't owe you development time, bandwidth, solutions, innovation, nothing. We don't owe you the servers. We don't owe you a single thing. You got what you paid for. And we're going and moving on to something else. 
there's no imperative on the company whatsoever to do that now you might say they have a business interest in treating those people right but how many people at that point are are still playing and are going to get angry enough to hurt future projects sales projections like oh yeah no we can't sell our next game everybody's so mad that we shut down the servers on the super super old game that no one was playing like i don't agree with that What about when they sell you the game last week and tell you it's closing down four weeks later? Some of these games have been on the Steam summer sale. I will will actually say that within reason, I would say within reason, within six months, six months or a year, if they do this, you're owed a refund. I actually think that that's fair. I think that that's fair. I think if you buy a game and seven months later it gets decommissioned and shut down, you have every right to be like, I would like my money back. I think it's reasonable that when I buy an online game, I can at least play it for a year. Like, I don't think that's an unreasonable expectation. Once you get beyond that year, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you gave them 20 bucks and you played the game for 12 months, I, I don't think that they owe you anything. Yubi has all but firmly made it so I'll never buy a non-service game from them. Sure, yeah. And and most people will forget this in a month. Unfortunately, there's an entry plan when you buy most of these games. Let's face, face it, most of us have never read Terms and Conditions. No, not at all. When the game was being sold, granted it was on sale, it was still a profitable product. They made money from it. Yeah, and that money typically gets reinvested in new projects or company expansion or uh, new technology, new new uh, new hardware, uh, new licenses. There's all kind of things that that money goes to. You know, just paying people to you know have a wage. I'm sure others are going to come to that same conclusion. I don't think enough people are going to come to that conclusion for it to matter. Personally, I really don't. You're going to have to be, number one, you're going to be tuned into gaming news enough to understand what the frick's going on. Number two, you're going to have to care about buying a game and being able to play it a decade later. I don't think there's enough people that are going to check all those boxes to be like, yep, I'm never buying another UB game. You know, if they come out with some single player, awesome, super dope game, I'm not buying it. Because in nine years, I might not be able to access the DLC. I, I don't think a lot of people are going to come to that conclusion. There are people that will, but I don't I don't think there'll be enough of them. This whole thing is completely understandable from a business side, but there are ways to approach this that won't leave a bad taste in the consumer's mouth. This is the one thing I'll agree with. I will agree with the fact that they could go in and remove the DRM. I think that is a much different request from the consumer than requesting an exit plan so I can continue to play your online game offline. I, I, I think I actually think that those are two very, very different requests. I think they're extremely different. Is like, hey, can you remove the DRM so I can still have access to something I paid for? That's not the same as being like, hey, this nine year old game, I want to continue to play it online. Can you come up with a solution like a, a simulated server or a big giant reworked patch that allows me to play offline? No, that's not reasonable. The people that worked on that game could be long gone. The people that understand that game's infrastructure might not even be at the company anymore. Like, there's no way to make that request. Removing a DRM, I don't think, is unreasonable. <clears throat> Expecting an offline solution for an online game that's essentially, you know, gone and out to pasture, 
I, I don't think that's a reasonable request. A 10-month milestone for East Coast Overlord. Morning, Lono. It's been a bit. Loving my new job. Welcome back in. If you guys see badges and green names in chat, those people are members. They get access to emotes, increased access in my Discord, and they also get access to members-only content. Consider becoming a member today by clicking Join, the blue Join button, or the Join link in the description below. And uh, also consider gifting members. We are getting... We're, we're about to slip under a thousand members and we want to maintain those great perks and those great things uh 1500 members and my wife has to go back and play elden ring again if you've never been here before be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content i am a safe for work broadcaster we're discussing ubisoft removing games uh assassin's creed liberation was one of the bigger named titles that is is going to have like certain things turned off not that not the entire game but uh, we are talking about whether or not these companies owe you access for an infinitude if there are online features or aspect of the game that requires uh, online and servers. Gone and put out the pasture. Explain 343 fixing that E3 demo. Bro, our second show of the day is about Halo Infinite. I don't know what the frick those guys are doing, but that's our second show. I don't expect anything to really be done about multiplayer games. Almost everything about them requires servers, so there isn't much of an option for an online, uh, offline mode. Yeah, I agree. What's a DRM? A DRM is like, what is it? Digital Rights Management? I don't know what the frick it stands for. Something like that. It basically is a way to prevent piracy. Right? It's a way to prevent piracy. Typically, they make sure that the DRM works for two months because that's when they make most of their sales. And after that, people typically start to get around. uh, They get around it. Digital rights management. There you go. A lot of people don't like DRM because it can tend to run in the background to ensure that you own the game. And it causes performance issues with games. Uh, People find it to be a little heavy handed, but it's essentially a way to stop piracy. Isn't Liberation DLC? Uh, that is what they're doing with it. Uh, now would be a good time to insert ads, says YouTube. So basically, about every hour or so, YouTube encourages to run ads. I don't want to do that. So I I do an advertisement for gifted members whenever that ping hits. You guys can gift members to other people here and help us hit great milestones of membership. Uh, is the poll about what's ethical or what's legal? Just what you think. Should they be able to remove your access? Should companies be able to remove your access to a paid game? You paid for it, and now you can't access it anymore. Emulator devs are working on solutions for remote servers being turned off, so there is that. We do have a path. Not a complaint, but here's an interesting fact. Cyberpunk had no DRM day one on Steam. Huh, interesting. A lot of games don't do DRM. That's, I don't think it's uncommon. Liberation was a handheld game that they ported the PC console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a. It was not a. It was not a very well-known title. It's just. It's an Assassin's Creed name. So it's. It's one of the ones that people are actually going to recognize the name. They're like, oh, that Assassin's Creed game is being decommissioned. It. You know, you will not be able to access DLC from it or online features. The quarry. Uh. Supermassive Games, Nordisk Games, Acquisition, The Quarry, Until Dawn. What? What's happening? The Quarry and Until Dawn developer Supermassive Games has been acquired by Nordisk. Well, hopefully that's good for him. Hopefully that's good for him. 
Danzatastic says the crappy thing is that games come with day one patches and are broken on launch until that patch. So even if you could install the game breaking uh, bugs, will still be there. Oh right, right. If you install it, YouTube Lurker he took he took up the mantle and said, "Listen, YouTube wants us to run ads. We're not going to run ads. We're going to gift memberships instead." Hemulin, Simon, Priest, Garrett, Jimmy, Ravenous Poro. They all grabbed a membership. Guys, make sure and thank YouTube Lurker. YouTube Lurker went absolutely massive last month with gifted members. So we uh, we, we, we want to see other people step up because we don't I don't want, I don't want YouTube Lurker to have to carry that every month. That's 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 not a fair expectation of YouTube Lurker. Nordis Games owns a majority stake in several other developers such as Avalanche Studios, uh, Star Stable Entertainment, and Mercury Steam. When Assassin's Creed Origin DRM was cracked and removed. Game performance went up an average of 26%. Really? Really? I remember that game having performance issues on PC, and it was super annoying. If you own the digital version of a game, you will install the most up-to-date version, not the buggy day one version. Yeah, they don't go back and like retroactively remove the patches. That is true. I, I appreciate that, uh, that point of clarification. They don't go back and say, oh, hey... We're removing all the patches and updates, so whatever you download, uh, you're you're not you're not gonna get you're not gonna get the the latest version or whatever. That's that is absolutely the case. You get you get everything that they did up to that point. You're gonna get the you're gonna get the updates. You're gonna get the patches. You're gonna get everything that they've ever added to the game uh, to fix issues. So you're not gonna be like, oh, I don't get a day one patch. This is ridiculous. That's 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 actually not true. I would say vote with your money, says Ant. Reason why I don't play D2 anymore, but I say you should be able to have it for an infinitude, because I feel law should not impede my freedoms because some break the law. I'm not I don't understand what you're saying. Oh oh oh. You're saying cause people break the law and steal um and pirate the game. Yeah, but I don't understand what that has to do with D2. Elden Ring DLC just leaked for 2023. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Josh, I'm not sure what you're trying to say. Ubisoft remove Hungry Shark. I'm not sure what you're saying, but you don't need to type in all caps. I don't know if I buy that Elden Ring leak, but it is from somebody that got ransomware on Bandai, so it could be legitimate. It just... Barbarians of the Badlands sounds like... it It does not sound like a From Software way of naming something i know it's i know it's linked to lore and it could be it could be true but i i don't know i don't know about that i it feels to me like like the name doesn't feel right i don't know about the validity of that leak but late 2023 makes sense to me says eugene did you know on steam you can choose a specific patch or version of a game to download and play no i didn't know that yo what's good kodiak Oh, Hungry Shark. That's what he's upset about. Oh, no. Oh, no. Josh can't play Hungry Shark anymore. It's an actual game. Oh, my gosh. Guys, this is an absolute tragedy that uh, Josh... Can we call you Josh? Joshua (laughs) can no longer play Hungry Shark. This is... This aggression will not stand. We will do everything we can to keep to keep Ubisoft accountable for this act of aggression uh, and this 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 unfounded claim and reclaiming of content 
I'm not buying that leak. There's some funky stuff with the Tekken logo and the Digimon game. Yeah, I don't think that's accurate. I I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think Elden Ring's waiting that long. I don't agree with Eugene. I don't agree with Eugene. I to me, to me, I think we're getting DLC for Elden Ring Holiday. 18 months seems right. I, I, the only okay, okay. I'll agree with Eugene for one reason. All right, there is the likelihood that that Elden Ring DLC is pushed is is going to take that long because the enormity of the game, the enormity of the game. I, I think it's going to be tough for them to just push to just push out like a small DLC. I think the DLC is going to have to be pretty substantive, pretty good sized. You know, it might do stuff to the open world and the in the game as a whole. Okay, however, however, I, that just feels like in a dadgum eternity, a year and a half later. I don't know. Easy Lebowski being very undued. That's right, Weed Man. I'm still trying to get through Elden Ring. I don't need DLC yet, says Garrett. Well, come on, Garrett, kick it into high gear, man. It's been almost half a year. Elden Ring came out late February. It inspired Maneater. I'm sorry, is that a joke? <laughs> Yeah, dude, Hungry Shark inspired Maneater. Come on. They can't just push a ring-sized city-sized DLC. I know, I know, I know. If you're just tuning in, we've been discussing Ubisoft removing games. We have a poll at the top of the chat asking if game companies should be able to remove your access to paid games. Could we get 50 more likes on the video? 50, 50. Let's get 300 likes. You guys are amazing. We're kind of turning, we're turning the rudder on this topic and stream, seeing a lot of people tune in. If you've never been here before, this is Reforge Gaming, a daily talk show about gaming news. It's live, it's interactive, it's safe for work. Unless we're reacting to like an Asmund Gold video, it's safe for work. You can throw me on in the background, it's like video game radio or a video game podcast. Don't forget you can become a member to support the channel directly. I don't really run ads on the channel while we're live, and a great way to support what we do is to pay five bucks, become a member, get all those great perks and access to the daily members only content or order some coffee reforgeroast.com link below in the description or the coffee command in chat Sonic Frontiers ends with him being eaten by a shark turns out the game was a long awaited hungry shark prequel <laughs> oh my god stupid Elden Ring DLC is going to have a hard time getting me to play the game again I absolutely loved my time in Elden Ring but after a 140 hour playthrough I think I'm done Where, have you been following me for a while Get Wreck Goodson were you here yesterday for the Elden Ring discussion the FromSoft the FromSoft boys really didn't tune in yesterday it kind of surprised me because we got a lot of FromSoft fans that subscribe to the channel on the like leading up to Elden Ring and I don't think they unsubscribed. I expected a little bit more uh, turnout yesterday. We talked about Elden Ring replayability, and uh, we might just... Maybe we were a day early. Maybe if we would have done it after this Elden Ring DLC leak, we might have had a little bit more traction and, and, uh, and relevancy in search volume. Have you discussed anything about the open-world Terminator game? No, I have not. Other industries discontinue access at some point. Auto companies start to discontinue parts after five years. Techno says they could just go the Skyrim Dragonborn DLC route and add an island off the coast instead of changing the base game map. You were popping in and out yesterday. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I just wanted to make sure that the From Boys, you know, they saw our coverage. We're not really doing From Friday anymore because it just wasn't working, but, you know, that, that car ran out of gas. But I wanted to talk about, you know, replayability in the game because I, I thought that article was, was uh, a good take. The last Terminator game I played was for the Sega Genesis. I may give it a try just for nostalgia. Third-party part makers still make them, says Eugene. 
What's on the scope today, folks? What's good, FastFlex? We are talking about Ubisoft removing games. Uh, there were lots of headlines about like them removing access to your, your DLC. There's an online-only game that will be basically completely dead in the water because you will not be able to play it any longer. They're, they're decommissioning games and servers and more than likely recommissioning those servers for the uh, for the 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 Infinity game coming out, Assassin's Creed Infinity, uh, it is coming out, and there's going to be a pretty big announcement in September. This is likely why they're getting this out of the way. Uh, Ubisoft's going to do a pretty big thing in September. There's supposed to be all kinds of stuff going on leading up to September, uh, you know, in all the games, but it's all been pretty minor. It's it, 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 none of it's been that significant, um, and so we'll see. Uh, we'll see if any of it. It turns out to be I was hoping they were going to do something each week or every other week in the rogue mode inside AC Valhalla that is coming Assassin's Creed Valhalla rogue mode is coming later this summer and I actually thought that's what they were going to do I thought oh that's what they'll do they'll take uh, they'll take each each game and they'll like grab the character they'll grab the lead and when they grab the lead They'll they'll take their weapons and their builds and stuff, and they'll throw it in this rogue mode. I was I was incorrect. It, they're, they're, I don't know what they're doing. Did I hear Elden Ring DLC leak? I don't know if it's legit or not, but yeah, there's an Elden Ring DLC leak. Three months uh, milestone from Sam Mud. Welcome back, Sam. Thank you very much. You be getting rid of Far Cry Three servers. It's games like that always confuse me. Why did it have a PvP mode? Who plays Far Cry games for the PvP? Far Cry 3's PvP actually did okay for a while. I think people liked it. I do. I it was kind of it felt like a little bit like Soldier of Fortune. I doubt Sony buying UB more and more every day, says Eugene. I don't know. Creatures take on this is that it and somebody else said this in chat too. They're doing this because someone told them to. <clears throat> they're doing this because someone told them to. Somebody's coming along and they're like, listen, we want to work with you. But you got to you got to shrink down scope. You got to give us some live service games. I'll say it again. I think Sony has given Ubisoft marching orders. We'll find out September tenth. Yeah, that's what Creature thinks. He thinks they've been given marching orders. They're not taking on a company that size. Too much liability. Yeah, I mean maybe nineteen thousand employees. Maybe they only want a subset. Maybe they want to have a relationship similar to the one with Bungie, where like they become a significant owner part owner, investor, something, and then UB continues to operate independently. You know what I mean? It could be something more along those lines. The head of accounting told them to, says Robert. The main characters from each game show up in Valhalla each week or two. Is that what's been happening, D-Tom? They could just do the Activision way and let the game go to crap like they did with Modern Warfare and let the hackers have it and bugs just ruin the game, forces the player base to play the newest Call of Duty. Ubisoft's way bigger than Bungie. Oh, I know that. I know that. I'm not saying they're the same size. Microsoft gave them marching orders. Microsoft can afford a 19,000 employee. Sony can't. I don't know about that. I know Microsoft as a company has tons of money, but the Microsoft gaming division might not have that level of a budget I don't know have you worked with a gaming company before what's your background if I may ask just for knowledge I have not worked with a gaming company before 
Uh, I've been to capture events and had discussions with developers and interviewed developers main stage at E3, and I have been covering video games for eight years. So, researched a lot, read a lot, I've had direct contact with devs, interviewed devs, um, so I do not have a background, though, in game development. I worked for a small software company for about a year, so I have some very rudimentary knowledge of how important project management is, and, I, you know, interaction with the client, and delivering a minimum viable product, and things like that, so, but I am not, I do not have a background in development. Um, here we go again Sony's broke I don't think Sony I don't think they're saying Sony is broke I just don't I I do think if they were to approach Yubi there would be an interesting way that they'd have to do it because I don't know if they have the ability to buy a company that size Sony couldn't possibly have any money even though Microsoft's one of their largest customers and they know their way uh, to the bank just like the rest of the world yeah maybe technically Bungie is owned by Sony now so they're bigger so they are bigger than Ubisoft. Well, I think bo- their meaning is staff size, Xander. Like th- they've, th- you know, I've been playing AC Valhalla again for about two weeks uh, into Cassandra's mission, but I haven't seen any others. Says Tony. John says maybe they are decommissioning non-performing games in preparation for a negotiation with Sony. Um, yeah, you know, Sony's one of Microsoft's biggest customers. They rent the Azure servers that run the PlayStation Store. Yeah, Sony does use the cloud-based uh, stuff. And they use the Azure stuff. Yeah. Technically, Bungie purchase hasn't been cleared yet. Uh, like ABK deal. Uh, I think Sony, with its 150 billion net worth, is doing just fine. We made it to Tuesday. Yeah, we made it to Tuesday. I don't actually think this is a console war. I don't. I actually think it's a completely legitimate debate to say which company has cash on hand to buy a company UB size, right? Because, I mean, you just got done saying, Eugene, you think the company's too big for Sony to buy. Well, I mean, Microsoft does seem to be, from a philosophical or, or business strategy perspective, they do seem to be throwing money at their, at their, at their strategy, get as many companies as you can so you have tons of first party titles for Game Pass. I actually don't think that's a console war at all. I think that's a legitimate business strategy comparison between the two companies. Why would anyone want to buy UB? 19,000 mouths to feed and the board is worse than Activision. God, it'd be sweet. Uh, Staff-wise, for sure, Ubisoft has multiple studios all over the place. While you weirdos love to make it out like they're enemies, they're buddies... Each is one of the other's best customers. They wouldn't uh, dream of hurting the other. Yeah, I don't think they're trying to hurt each other. I just, you know, now that they can't afford it, it's not worth it. I actually think that they can't afford it. I don't think that they could afford it. Because if they went to the bank and they wanted to have it financed, I don't think the bank would, I don't think it would be, I don't think it would get financed. They'd be like, frick no. We're not giving you that kind of money to buy Ubisoft there you know you would need proof of concept of return I don't think they could do it Ubisoft's annual revenue is down 4.8% at 2 billion per year Sony's up to 75 billion a year and has plenty of money to purchase Ubi for Ubi a Sony purchases no brain I don't know like I said I think it looks like Sony wants Ubi but when you actually look at the size of Ubi 
and the potential ROI, that's when it gets dicey. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if Sony could do Sony doesn't have cash on hand for it. They'd have to they'd have to have it financed. And if they had it financed, they'd have to prove ROI. Who the frick's gonna approve that? The purchase the purchase cost of UB would be Yeah, I think it's more likely that, that Sony's buying Square. Because Square is is cutting and shrinking to, I think, to a purchasable size. I think it makes more sense that Square is about to get bought, more more so than UB. We're missing an important flag. Money is more expensive to borrow now. Rates are rising. Businesses will curb purchasing because costs will go up significantly. I think if you want 10 live service games in three years, you might need about 19,000 people to make that happen. Now, okay, that's that's not a bad perspective on the issue, is that how else is Sony going to substantiate or or bring to realization that plan of like 10 live service games? Yubi would help with that, you know? Yubi would help with that. Sony's annual cash on hand, compare Sony with other stocks. Sony's cash on hand is up to 30,000 2020. Sony has 10 billion left to spend on acquisitions through 2023. Right, and 10 billion's not enough for Ubi. How much did Microsoft pay for Bethesda? Wasn't it like 40 something billion dollars, like 43 billion? You, you 7 billion for 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 Bethesda? What was the four? Oh, Microsoft Activision was the forty-three billion. Yeah, Bethesda was seven billion, and the Microsoft Blizzard, the Blizzard Activision is forty-three billion. Is it not? UB's valued at six, between six and nine billion. Okay, okay. So I got my numbers flipped around. So it's like seven to seven and a half billion for Bethesda, and then the and then the Blizzard Activision one is like forty three billion, which makes sense. You're buying an entire dadgum publisher. You're not buying one studio. Blizzard is sixty nine billion. Where did I get forty three? Who's the forty three billion? There was an acquisition, was there not, for forty three billion? Was tw- oh was Twitter trying to sell? Oh, the Twitter. We've covered too many freaking acquisitions. I'm getting all confused. Forty-three billion. Okay, gee, many freaking Christmas. It's so much money. Well, okay. So if Sony's got ten billion left to spend on acquisitions, and Ubi's valued between six and nine billion, and Bethesda went for about seven and a half, I could see them trying to snag Ubi for eight billion. I, I could I could see them trying to do it. Hey, look, we'll buy you for a crispy eight eight billion. Help us build ten live service games. That it it yeah. It, I'm telling you, you guys are making a compelling case that Ubisoft gets bought by Sony. You are. You're making a compelling case because Ubi already knows the live service realm. They've got the division. They've got ridiculous number of studios. And that acquisition could crank out, you know, half of the live service games that that Sony wants. And, and, and they've already got a big mainstay title head of the live service with Assassin's Creed Infinity. 
Square Enix has a valuation of 130 billion. It's even bigger than Blizzard. It has significant international reach, especially in Asian markets. Ubi's far less valuable than Square. Well, there you go. I mean, if that's true about Square Enix, they they were trying to maybe shrink to be more viable. If you guys are just tuning in, we need 26 more likes on the vid. So if you're already a subscriber and you like my content, do me a favor and smash that thumbs up button. We are discussing Ubisoft removing games. Now we're discussing whether or not Ubisoft gets potentially purchased by Sony. A lot of people think all signs point to a Sony buyout because Sony wants live service games. Sony's got about $10 billion left to spend. Uh, on acquisitions all the way through 2023 and the the UB price ticket is in that range if you stop buying Starbucks coffee every day and cut your own hair you could be a billionaire and buy these developers oh yeah for sure why do they buy Bungie then wasn't it for their live service tech and from what I heard UB doesn't want to be sold UB is open but wants to remain independent okay who recently did a buyout of a company and allowed them to remain independent? Sony did. Sony bought Bungie, but Bungie still operates independent for now. For now. There, there, there could be potentially a rude awakening coming for them one day, and I would love that. But for now, that's the way the deal is stipulated. Okay? So a very similar contract could be drawn up for UB. Hey, we already did this with Bungie. You want to remain independent? Well, that's fine. That's fine. We just need you to build some live service games for us. We got this live service arena or whatever the frick they're calling it that they're building with Bungie. Square Enix is only 5.4 billion. Yeah, I was like, how is Square worth that worth that much? How are they valuated at that that at that level? They do 50 billion in USD each year, but that doesn't mean that's what their valuation is, Alex. Like, revenue generation is not your company's valuation. You could generate $50 billion a year and net, net profit $2 billion. You know what I mean? I, it, I don't know what their operating costs are. It's $140 billion yen. Their gaming division is $5 billion. Their valuation is $139 billion. You're going to have to substantiate this with an article or something. Whoever said Square is worth over $100 billion smoking something hard? Yeah, I, I don't know. They have a million other businesses. Yeah, but they wouldn't be selling all their other businesses. They'd be selling their gaming division, which is likely in the 5 to $6 billion range because if Bethesda was in the $7 billion range and Ubi's valued in the 6 to $9 billion, I would imagine that Square is in the 5 to 6 It's just the gaming division. Valuation is never less than the revenue for these co- What? Huh? Valuation is never less than the revenue? That- What? Homie, I'm not a financial expert, but I'm fairly certain that the way a company is valued, valuation of a company, is not purely based on revenue generation. It's based on profit. How much money can this company make? Not generate. How much can the company- make probably confusing yen and usd since it's a japanese company yeah as of july 2022 square enix has a market cap of 5.4 billion this makes square enix the world's 200 2092nd most valuable company according to our data companiesmarketcap.com it, it, it's not pure revenue generation i agree with lono but rev 
Lemur generation is also considered in valuations. However, profit's far more important up front. For all we know, Bungie's contract may only allow them to be independent for a limited time, and they're just not telling us. I actually hope that, Crowded House. I do. I want the leash to get yanked back on them in a couple of years. That would be amazing. Square is valued at 365 trillion yen. That's 139 billion USD. I'm understanding the gaming division is 5.8 billion, but the overall valuation of the whole company plays into its purchase power. No, it does not. No, it does not, Alex. No one is going to go to Square and be like, we want to buy your gaming division. It's valued between 5 and 8 billion. They're like, yeah, but our entire company's worth 139, so you got to pay us a little bit more. Any any company that understands just basic math is going to say, no? What? That, no? We, that doesn't do anything for us. We're buying the gaming division. That's what's going to give us revenue and, and return on our investment. Just because if you go and buy a restaurant chain that's owned by a gigantic parent company, you would only pay for the valuation of that restaurant chain. The parent company's valuation would weigh into the matter a total of zero. The gaming division of Microsoft would rule the world instead of being third. Yeah, Microsoft is 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 insane in valuation, but the Microsoft gaming division is not. I can't find those numbers at all. Yeah, Eugene found the numbers for Square Enix. Their market cap's five point four billion. Like they're 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 ranked like twenty one hundredth in the world as far as company uh, uh, company valuations. So I don't know where you're getting where where you're getting your numbers. It gives you assets to finance against. Microsoft is able to buy all those studios at a loss based on Windows. Right. It puts you into a buying position, but it doesn't put you into a greater selling position. Like right now, if Microsoft sold off a couple of their studios, they wouldn't they would not be able to say, well, our market value is this as Microsoft. No. The the valuation of the devs is all that would matter. If they're coming in and someone's buying uh, Ninja Theory, he's talking revenue. That I tried to explain that to him, Eugene. I was like, homie, valuation is not based on revenue generation. It's based off of the actual market value of the company, meaning how much profit they generate, not how much revenue they generate. If revenue generation was, was valuation, have you ever watched Shark Tank? They never. They say... How much revenue? How much have you generated in sales? And they say two million. And they say, and how much of that is profit? Right? Why do they ask that question? Because a lot of the times their first pushback is your production costs are too high. I'm out. You're barely keeping the lights on. I am not investing in your company because the potential ROI is a negative. No, I don't want anything to do with your company. And a couple of times they say, I'll buy in at 10% of your company if you let me oversee production because I can bring your production costs down and we can be way more profitable. So they never want to just know like, how much have you generated in sales? Oh my gosh, $2 million. Great. I'll, I'll, I'll buy in to your company. I'll give you $250,000 right now. 
No, because that has nothing to do with the company's value. I thought you were supposing that Sony was going to purchase all of Square. I didn't catch it. You only said the gaming division. What? What? I didn't say only the gaming division. I think the fair assumption is that if we're talking about Sony buying Square Enix, we're talking about buying the gaming div- division. It would. It doesn't. Even then. Even then. It wouldn't matter. Where the blank are you from exactly? Are you talking to me? Or are you talking to the guy in chat? It wouldn't make any sense for Sony to buy all of Square Enix. In the, in the context of the discussion, it would only make sense for them to be buying the gaming portion of Square. I get if if we're comparing companies, I think it's way more likely that Sony is buying UB. They've got the money. UB's valuation falls into it. They've already drawn up a contract with Bungie that allows Bungie to stay independent, and we know UB wants to stay independent, and we know Sony wants to build live service games. I think Ubisoft getting purchased by Sony is way more likely. Japan has laws that corporations can't be bought by foreign companies, so Sony is the only player large enough in Japan to buy Square. Well, that's a good point. They might be the only one able to do it, for sure. Um, to the random guy who told me that offense is taken, not given, I'm sorry you were right. Nothing is offensive by default. Yeah, we have an entire generation that could, if they could grapple with those two sentences, the world would be a better place. Square Enix itself, itself in the gaming division of Square. Square Enix itself is the gaming division of Square, just saying. My numbers were regarded Square Enix parent company which is also called Square Enix Co. LTD, my bad. Yeah, even Eugene was struggling to find those numbers, though. Does this mean that at the end of this, we can buy their games from 2019 to 2009, 2009 to 2019? I mean, of course, you can't buy Space Junkies. No, you won't be able to buy them. You will not be able to buy them. They'll be gone. If you owned them you'll still be able to play them. But you won't be able to have access to any multiplayer features, online features, or DLC. Because the DLC will not be able to hit the DRM verification, and they won't be able to verify that you own it. Now, people are calling on them to remove the DRM so any and all purchased products can continue to be consumed as long as they're not a multiplayer or online feature. So, like, you know, you want to go to a town or a village that's part of the DLC you should be able to do that that's 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 the argument uh, from people so same company he's confused yeah DLC work pirate I mean I'm not going to encourage anybody to pirate games or pirate software I don't think that's the answer I'm not going to die on the hill understand the mistake I found through my searches sorry Lono and chat no it's, it's no worries I hate typing in this chat with my fat fingers. Square ain't being sold. That's my hard prediction, says Fliz. Based on their parent corporation's portfolio and earnings uh, and end yields. Either they remove the DRM or I do, says Techno. Like, I'm not going to endorse piracy or theft. But if you bought DLC and you own it and you go and you remove that DRM because you would like to continue to play that content, I actually don't think there's anything unethical or wrong about that. I'm not going to promote that or encourage people to do it, but if somebody did that, there is nothing unethical or wrong with somebody saying, I own this, I paid for this. I have every right 
to remove this so I can continue to play it and own it. Right? I, I don't think that that's necessarily uh, a problem. But again, I'm not going to promote piracy or the act of stealing uh, software. I don't think that that is an, an appropriate way to handle software or games. Uh, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Square wouldn't have sold studios, by the way, if they wanted to sell the gaming division. Sure they would. They're shrinking themselves to be more buyable. Does that make sense? Like, if a company comes to them and says, listen, we don't want all this other stuff. We want this portion. What are they going to do? They're going to get rid of all that stuff. Drop it, sell it, sell it off, chop it off, and make themselves more, uh, more purchasable. I want to see Ubisoft sell. They deserve a payday. What about lost media you don't own? Several episodes of Doctor Who are gone completely. Yeah, I mean, that's just one of those things. It's unfortunate. You know, it, it, you you don't have a claim on it unless you bought like a DVD set or something and it's in your home. You know, they, they you don't have a claim on that. You know, it's it's unfortunate, but it's true. You, you, you have no claim on a television show unless you bought a DVD set or something. Or if you went to Amazon and bought an entire season and then they went in and removed episodes, I think you would have a right as the consumer to say, hey, wait a minute, that transaction already transpired. I, I, own, I own that. That's mine. Now they might say no, we sold you access with a stipulation that elements of the show and episodes could change over time if the publisher or rights owners determine you know what I'm saying your desire to preserve doesn't trump the rights holders desire to let it die there's a difference between desire to preserve and you saying I'm maintaining my ownership of this I don't think Square is going to sell out because of how their record profits for Final Fantasy and the upcoming Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 and 16 on the horizon, I, I'd i think that they would sell if they're fall, failing. <clears throat> Doctor Who episodes were destroyed by the BBC themselves back in the 70s. They were never put to any physical media. So there was never a time where you could buy access to the episodes on Amazon or something. Square sold the Western Studio for funding for NFT now with all NFT going down they said they are not going to use those funds for that anymore well gee many Christmas did they dodge a humongous bullet fell into some confirmation bias I admit it I found some numbers that looked legit misunderstood it just want to show that Ubisoft was the more likely purchase no I, I understand Alex you're fine I mean people make mistakes all the time you know owning it is 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 huge if you own a copy, you can do pretty much what you want besides copy and sell. Y'all, what should I read? Uh, why are you, I f- Listen, media site, I'm not quite sure what your angle is here, but I really feel like you're trying to disrupt chat with off-topic um, intellectual flexing, and I've, I'm not appreciative of it. I'm not sure what exactly you're doing. They should hire you as gaming financial management. I'm not a financial guy at all. I'm, I'm very much armchair at this point. 
This is the exact reason why I still can't embrace an all-digital future. On the corporate side, it's just a license to use, not own. Well, this is where consumers would have to start um, taking up and saying, hey, listen, you know, we want protections for digital purchases. You know, like, we don't, we don't feel, we don't feel particularly protected right now. This, 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 the situations that are, uh, arising are, are worrisome, right? You know, it's, are, are we protected? Do we actually own anything we buy digitally, right? It's called the blockchain, the frick is what what do you mean it's called the blockchain you think that the blockchain is the consumer protection for owning digital goods decentralized database yeah it's super decentralized you're right as they halted selling selling things out of nowhere yeah who did that yeah super decentralized except not uh embracer bought crystal dynamics idos montreal and square montreal with several ips for 309 million you said over your competitors employees yeah why would they be here though um uh, same thing you put a disc in your console it has to download the license first Apart from the financial side, do you see an emotional reason for Square Enix to not sell? They have well-loved franchises that may be risky to give to another company. I think a Japanese-owned company like Sony wouldn't wouldn't ruffle feathers. I don't but some like somebody said there's Japanese law preventing foreigners from buying. So Square conceivably could only be bought by Sony. They have publicly stated they'll be reinvesting those funds in their developers. Well, that's good. Disc in the console does not download a license. A lot of the times it does, Paul. I've had it do that. It needs you to plug in and turn on. Not all the time. You know what I mean? You sound like an IT guy who always gets an A-plus grade. You sound like a low-effort troll who wants attention. You need to find something better to do with your day. They sold Tomb Raider IP on that deal. It was a steal. Sony would make the most sense. Yeah. I I think I think Sony makes the most sense for the purchase. 100%. The blockchain amounts to a simple receipt. If someone steals your receipt, you still lose. The blockchain is meaningless. Blockchain technology is great. There is no such thing as a decentralized database. That's there's no such thing at this point in time. It's controlled by somebody cuz they halted the selling all of a sudden, NFTs, they, they just all of a sudden halted the selling and the distribution of them. Who did that? Who? If it's decentralized, who's, who did that? Who's in charge? Doesn't sound very decentralized to me. Sounds like somebody's controlling it. Thailand have a similar law. All business need to be 51% Thai owned, as I understand it, a few years ago. Huh console disc thing is only in an online only game I believe that's when I've noticed it I'll say it again says creature remember I said it by December of 2023 Ubisoft Square Enix and EA will all three have strong ties to Sony via partnership and ownership that's creatures prediction by end of next year Ubi Square and EA will be 
partly or partially or in some way tied to uh, to Sony. Definitely. I, I, I don't know about EA. I don't know about EA, but I definitely think that the... If, if, if they're looking at companies, Square and Yubi look really nice right now. They look really, really nice. Uh, Lono may have changed my mind that Square is the more likely purchase than Yubi. Yeah, I don't see EA landing over there, but I definitely see Yubi and Square looking real juicy for a Sony purchase right now. Definitely. Um, Hex Gaming controllers are on sale. They might be selling. They might be sending me one. Um, I would love. I would love one to show off. These uh, Hex Gaming controllers are on sale for Prime Day. I wish. I really want to try out. Have you guys seen these things? Uh, there, it's a wearable that's supposed to help with like stress, anxiety, and sleep. Uh, the Apollo Nero. I was like reading reviews and reading up on it. I keep seeing it every time I'm on Facebook. I wish they were on Amazon so I could like throw it on the wish list. But because they're they're freaking expensive, like three hundred fifty dollar wearable. But the, I'm interested. I'm very interested because of the anxiety and stress and sleep issues I sometimes deal with. I was like, huh. It's a wearable that like uses vibrations to help with sleep cycles, anxiety, stress. And every review I went to, written on Google, Amazon, well, no, not Amazon, sorry. Uh, e- even some YouTube videos, they were like, I noticed a difference. It's basically a way to stimulate. Uh, like mindfulness because it like focuses your attention and stuff so sadly it's like extremely expensive we're in the practice of having passionate debates here our viewer base generally knows where the line is and if not Lono and Mods make sure to steer things back on track yeah I I'm be honest I'm be honest I uh it, it, I don't know my spidey sense is tingling so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this guy an exit I'm giving this guy an exit. My spidey sense is tingling. Just randomly quoting Latin and talking about stuff that we're not talking about. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get a, a charitable, good faith vibe. Uh, does anyone in here actually play Ubisoft games? If yes, what was the last game by them that you liked? I loved Assassin's Creed Origins. I really wanted to play Odyssey and Valhalla. I just didn't have time. Um, I didn't. I didn't have time. You were gonna feed them the rope. I know, I know. You, you, I, you, I appreciate what you were doing, Valiant, but I felt like he had already fallen off the clip. Uh, Div one, Div two. You get credit if we use your code on Amazon Prime Day. Oh yeah, yeah, it's Prime Day. Use my link. Use my link in the description or uh, or in the chat. Uh, or use the Amazon uh, command. Yeah, if you guys do anything for Prime Day, make sure and click my link first, because that does support me. Yeah, there's my affiliate link. It's in the chat right now. It's in the description below. I completely forgot to promote that today. Like, that's a super easy way uh, to support me. Every once in a while, you know, I, I, I'll just get a little affiliate check from Amazon. It's super nice for you guys to do that. 
By the way, thanks for being willing to argue your position with me even when my numbers were off. It speaks to your ability to, as a creator to not make a viewer feel stupid for having bad numbers. Thanks again. I mean, Alex, it's one of those things where I think over the years, I've just I've done everything I could to create an environment where I will let you just be dreadfully wrong about something because I think it makes for great discussion. And I do I, I try to do it in a way that's like, it's entertaining, you know, and passionate, but not like disrespectful and unkind. You know what I mean? I, I've, I've, I've really tried to to land in that lane. It's difficult because sometimes people come in with the with the craziest takes, you know? <laughs> the craziest takes. For some reason, it's just cool to kick on Yubi these days, but they make quality games. Yeah, I don't really understand, yeah, the, the, the Ubisoft um, the Ubisoft kicking, the Ubisoft hatred. Because, like, AC Valhalla, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, AC Odyssey, AC Origins, these are all great games. The last couple Far Cries have been really good. I don't really, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think, I think Yubi gets unnecessary uh, dislike and derision. I don't, I don't find it to be valid a lot of the times. It feels, it feels grossly overstated uh, most most days. It does. It's like, what, where's this coming from? They don't, they don't make horrible games. They don't. I, I don't, I don't get it. You play Assassin's Creed and Division faithfully. Yeah, there are tropes and stereotypes about Yubi games, but they're still great games. Like, AC Valhalla has been incredibly successful. Like, they just decided to start doing a live service AC game. It's been super successful at that. My issue with Yubi is all of their games follow the same formula. Open world map clearing. Yeah, but you know what you're getting. Like, you see what I'm saying? It's not that the game's bad, right? It's predictable. That's not necessarily worthy of derision, dislike, or hate, you know? The Ubisoft kicking came from Yahtzee and his Zero Punctuation series. He dunks on the Ubisoft open world. Did they make Splinter Cell? Yes. I don't know, Lono. I feel like their games have been lackluster or buggy as of late. Haven't been the same as they used to. Hello, I'm a new subscriber. Welcome. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what, what, what games are you referring to? AC Valhalla continues to get updates and cool stuff. Origins and Odyssey were both great. You know, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, Far Cry Six, and Watch Dogs Legion. Okay, Th- that's fair. Paul just pulled up Metacritic for Rainbow Six. Extraction, Far Cry 6, and Watch Dogs Legion. These games got pretty beat up. They they did. They got they got they got they got they got they got pretty they got pretty beat up. I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. So some of the dislike and irritation could be based on experiences with those games, for sure. For sure. What was wrong with Far Cry 6? It it got it got disliked. It 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 wasn't it wasn't highly praised. I thought it looked totally fine, but I didn't play it to completion, so I can't say much. You know? Yeah, and then what happened with Hyperscape? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. There's some valid... There, there, there's, some, there's some valid pattern there. Three out of 50. They're all really recent, though, Creature. That's the problem. Watch Dogs Legion's Far Cry 6 and, 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 and Rainbow Six Extraction are all super recent. Is your affiliate link locked to the US? I have no idea, Valiant. As far as I know, if you click it, it's good for like so many days. So as as long as you click it before you order anything, it should support me. 
if it doesn't no worries you know it's supposed to do something with your browser cache so i you know i'll get i'll get credit or whatever i've not checked it in a while um i've not tried uh to log in i just every once in a while like a check shows up from amazon i'm like oh that's cool like we just i don't pay any attention to it people are just super nice and clicking it and um in the last 30 days there's been like three orders and 41 clicks you know or wait yeah last 30 days so and you know we don't promote it that much i don't say much about it we were off for a week and a half so you know i should probably say something a little more often like hey a lot of people are ordering from amazon all the time you know yeah riders republic you're only as good as your last game riders republic got a 77 and a 7 that's not terrible it's not terrible Bioware has put out crap games their past four to five games just because they made great games in the past doesn't mean that I should have faith in them in the future. I'm not asking anybody to have faith in Yubi for the future. I think Creature and myself, I was curious too. I was like, man, why is everybody, you know, dunking on Yubi? I I, I think Paul made a, a decent case in the Discord that like, they've had some stinkers recently, you know? Are we considering sub-studios? Yubi uh, Quebec put out my very favorite game about a year ago yeah 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 anything associated with ubisoft the problem with immortals phoenix rising is it's ancient history at this point it's super old in many people's minds it's a super old game more recently they had rainbow six extraction and far cry six and uh and well watchdogs legion's pretty old as well extraction was a dlc to a competitive shooter and made no sense legion is fine those who play it know far cry 6 was weak but the game itself played fine i just think ubisoft has more potential to branch out i think their open world games are good but i'd like to see more variety the division is great they have hit a spot where their formula has fallen flat and they're changing it just like every other developer Yeah, I think Ubisoft games are going through a bit of an evolution, and I think Assassin's Creed Infinity is going to be a big step in that evolution. I do. I think it's going to be a big step. Because they're they're really gonna, I think, potentially challenge the industry. And they're like, look, you 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 can you can make you can make a live service game and you know it it can it can be a game that a lot of people were expecting to be a uh, you know a one and done and you make that huge map you got to think about how many games make a game with a humongous map and then never do anything with it ever again assassin's creed infinity is going to impact the industry significantly don't forget the fan reaction to x defiant and the nft and ghost recon i didn't realize they did an nft and ghost recon I'm not telling anyone how to feel about it or have faith in them, but painting them as some crap company that only releases bad games, I don't know. They've got a pretty good track record, in my opinion, with recent releases. Wheezy says, again, it's based off what you've done lately for me. Uh, If you haven't put out anything good as of late, why do I have faith in your future? We at least know they'll keep dabbling in NFTs, so they have that going for them. Listen, I'll say it. If Ubisoft continues to dabble in NFTs, I won't promote or play games that they do that in. Absolutely not. You might as well be Diablo Immortal. Frick you and your game. If you put NFTs in your game, I won't promote or play it. I won't do it. Now, I might cover it and talk about the NFTs, but you put NFTs in your game? No. Not promoting or playing your game. I'm not going to give your game a showcase. Assassin's Creed Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok got a 71 Metacritic and a 6.3. I thought it got. I thought it. I thought people liked it. 
They have a better track record than CD Projekt Red, says Creature. Don't forget, uh, I already read that. Finally got to order an Xbox Series X. Oh, nice. It's not a bad thing, but it does make it hard to keep playing when I don't get that feel of progress. I love Dawn of Ragnarok, but I also have been invested in Valhalla, so maybe it's different. I would expect most of those reviews on AC, Valhalla, you know, Dawn of Ragnarok, I would expect most of those to be coming from from people that are invested in playing. That's, I mean, that's what I would expect. You know? Like, I I don't know. It, it the, the people leaving those reviews and the people going to Metacritic, I would imagine those aren't haters. That wouldn't make any sense. CD Projekt Red don't even have a track. They have a train wreck. <laughs> NFTs and gaming are useless. We've gotten the same effect in Team Fortress 2 and CSGO with skins and cosmetics, and they have no need for the blockchain and crypto buzzword BS. Yo, a six-month milestone from Dylan. He's putting the beginning of the train there. He's, he's wanting to start a member train. Thank you, Dylan, for hitting a six-month milestone. It's a good debate. Does a Masterclass game confirm developer as an S-tier if the rest of their games are poor? CD made one of the best RPGs ever and then released one of the buggiest games ever. That's what Wheezy's saying. It's about what have you done for me lately? That's the mindset of the gamer. I don't even know if that's the mindset of the gamer. That's the mindset of a consumer, I think. Is it not? What what have you done for me lately? If you want me to give you money or care about your next project, you know, Ubisoft says more of its games will be getting NFTs despite initial backlash. Yeah, well. I'm telling you right now, NFTs are... I'm, I'm telling you, it is... It's freaking... It's Avon. It, 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 it's, it's pyramid schemes for gamer bros. It's, it is. The reason... Everything we said about NFTs, everything we said about NFTs started coming true recently. It's like, it's basically a pyramid scheme. Value only increases if you continue to get people to buy into the market and care. It's, and if they don't continue to buy into the market and care, all of the value evaporates. It's just like multi-level marketing. It's just like a pyramid scheme. You only make money if more people dive in and buy and care. If that dries up, you have no business. You have no value. Magical fat guy with a 10-month milestone. I like trains. There it is. Keeping the member train going. NFTs, it's just, it's Avon for gamer bros. It's Mary Kay, yeah, for gamer bros. It doesn't work. Look at what happened to the NFT markets recently. It's exactly what we said was going to happen. It's like the bottom's going to fall out. Some guy buys an NFT for a million and then wants to turn around and sell it and sells it for a couple hundred dollars. It's not a sustainable market because there's nothing there. They think gamers just don't get NFTs scroll up. Right. Of course not. Of course not. They just don't. We don't get it. Right. Right. Gamers are on the forefront of virtually every technological development, whether it's VR or hardware advancements or technological advancements in how games are displayed and rendered and processed. But we're like, NFTs? I don't know. 
It's so, it's too hard to understand. I just can't wrap my brain around it. Frick you and your arrogance. A Ubisoft executive said angry gamers just don't get NFTs. No, we get them. We get them. And that's what you don't like. You don't like that we get them. You were hoping that we would be stupid enough to buy in to the scam. That's why you're angry. You want to talk about who's angry. All these executives are molding over the fact that gamers are like, this is a joke. We're not buying into this crap. They're like, what do we do? Consumers are supposed to swallow everything we shovel out wholesale and they're not doing it. Oh, I have an idea. Let's accuse them of being ignorant. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. We know. We're like, there's nothing here. I've done the research. I've read the articles. I've tried to be convinced and swayed. And it has failed to make a compelling case that NFTs are worth a damn. So when you are going to put them in your game, I'm not convinced because I understand. And you are upset that we understand. That's the problem. That's the fundamental problem to it is it's this cultish they don't get it mentality like we're all going to get rich off of digital items and then the bottom falls out and all these guys just vanish into thin air all these companies all these pump and dumps they just vanish into thin air Kevin Hart got ratioed by by Josh Strife Hayes on Twitter because it was like Kevin Hart's pushing out these NFTs it's like what are you doing you could literally prop your feet right now and and never move a muscle and get mus and, and, and get mus- muscular atrophy and you would have enough money for the rest of your days. Why are you doing NFTs? And is and is he's not getting good response. The Twitter account's got millions of followers and the NFT tweets get like a couple hundred likes because people don't want them. People don't want them. Problem is people buy into technology without understanding how it works. The ignorance allows them to be taken advantage of. Consumer responsibility for sure, but still obviously a problem. If I get something that you don't, I should be able to explain it to you. Otherwise, I don't know it is what as well as I think. We can smell a loot box. They think we don't recognize another scam. Right. That's exactly right. I just sold a hat in Team Fortress 2 for 650 keys, $1,200, because it was the only one in existence. Value perception in games is freaking wild. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly why it feels like a pyramid scheme, Techno, because the early adopters, brother, they're going to get in there and they're going to make a freaking killing. And then everybody's going to be left with NFTs not worth anything. It's like, whoever sold that first NFT for however many billions, that guy made all the money. And then the guy left holding the NFT, trying to resell it for $450 or whatever the frick, he's the one left holding the bag. And that's exactly what'll happen with games. The NFT trading hawks will descend on the game, and they'll descend on the game, they'll buy everything up, and then a month or two will go by and then they'll sell it all and then all the people that bought the the second wave they'll all be left holding the bag all of them they'll all be left holding the bag like well now I have this thing that I bought for $650 
and no one gives a frick because the market dried up right market dried up interest dried up relevancy is like freaking vapor i'm saying this as a youtuber i hate relevancy relevancy is vapor it is it appears and disappears as quickly as it showed up just here and gone boom over done no one cares it's 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 gone and that's exactly what this is going to do they'll they'll jam them in there and all these these trading hawk like little little firms they're going to come in and slice your game up and buy everything because they're going to want to sell it back to you in two months when there's none available because they'll have to limit the quantity they'll have to how else do you drive value up NFTs is the foolishly overpriced buying of a permission for a spot on a server that can both be stolen or lost. It's dumb, a grand pyramid scheme that the world fell for. It's a scam. Ubisoft comes across as very corporate, both in product and PR. I feel like an idiot investing in property now. <laughs> yeah, tangible, a tangible thing of value. There's a bill in the Senate where they're trying to get the Fed to be bag holder of last resort. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Someone screenshot a tweet and tried to sell it. Yeah, there was an NFT. It was like Jack Dorsey, an NFT of Jack Dorsey's tweet or something. Some guy bought it for like millions of dollars. You know what I mean? How you how will you treat and report on Doc's game when it launches? I need to look into the NFTs because it sounds to me like it's a totally optional thing with respect to pre-ordering. If it's baked into the identity and the DNA of the game, then frick that game. And, and Guy Beam, with as much respect as I can say, frick him and his company. If they bake NFTs into the game's DNA, then they can frick all the way off to Friday. I won't touch your game. If it's some pre-order thing and, and, and people want to do it voluntarily and it's not baked into the game, then I'll cover it, I'll play it, I'll check it out. Right? But if, if it's baked into the DNA of the game, no. No. Lola wants to get on Doc's good side, so very favorable. No, uh-uh, no. I don't, I don't, I don't need Doc's approval or Doc's good graces to be successful. I'd love to work with him. I think he's a visionary. But if he bakes NFTs into the DNA of that game, then frick that game and his company. No desire to cover it or talk about it. Absolutely not. No, no different than celebrities that are getting getting a quick buck off a bunch of desperate dum dums and selling them something of no value it's garbage it's garbage you you might as well you might as well be buying some celebrities used butt wipe because then you'd actually have an item in your hand that that might have their dna on it that'd be more valuable than some celebrities nft Game already owns uh, gamers already own hundreds of NFTs. It's called game licenses. The most important thing about adopting to new technologies and approaches is to leave the choice in the hands of the player. We see our role to the future proof and ensure that our games and assets can be leveraged in a fully decentralized future. But we're more than happy to allow our users to remain centralized for as long as they see fit. I don't know what the frick that means. I feel like I'm reading another dadgum language. Doc's game. I assume that's where you got the quote. 
you don't have to use the blockchain. It, do- it doesn't matter. If it's baked into the DNA of the game, I have a fundamental problem with that. I have a fundamental problem with that. You're baking... You are baking pyramid scheme, multi-level marketing, scam level junk into your game. So I don't care if it's optional. I am I am morally and ethically opposed to it. I think it's garbage. It's the same garbage on Facebook. All these all these Huns out here trying to take advantage of stay-at-home moms with these with these multi-level marketing pyramid scheme garbage. I'm 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 just as opposed to that. I think it's trash. You're taking advantage of people that don't know better. It's not an actual genuine product. It's not a it's not a skin in a game that you voluntarily buy and you understand it's a digital good that has no inherent value and you can't do anything with it. NFTs are are a freaking bill of goods. They're a bill of goods. You're selling somebody some idea that like it's decentralized, it retains its value, you can resell it later. Frick all the way off. That's not true at all. That is not true at all. That is so subjective and contingent upon the maintained value and interest and intrigue of the game. And the only way its value ever goes up is if they limit the actual distribution of them, which means they have a vested interest in creating false uh, false supply issues. Well, we only have so many to sell. Are you opposed to unique cosmetics in games like only 10 of this weapon skin exists in the game? Yo, nine months from DevSide. That's a nine-month milestone. Train keeps going. Thank you. Here's where game companies are getting it wrong. Somebody clipped me giving this idea away for free. Use the dadgum technology that you're randomly creating cosmetics for these NFTs so everyone has their own version. Just put that in the dadgum game so when someone buys a skin for their character, they know it's different than everybody else's and it doesn't need to be an NFT. It just is a skin. It's just a skin, and you know that you're buying one that won't look like anybody else's because the game's tech. Leverage the technology to deliver something of value to the consumer instead of leveraging the technology to sell them a bill of goods. Oh, this non-fungible token will be, you know, eternally tradable on a decentralized market. Whose market? Whose? Your market? You're making a profit on that, are you not? A perpetual profit on the trading of that in your market. Is that market going to be maintained and in, in perpetuity? Is interest going to be maintained in perpetuity? Because if it's not, you're selling me something that is false. There's no value. There's no inherent value. It's per- potential perceived value that will evaporate in the thin air. Because as soon as soon as people see how saturated it is, as soon as people see that these NFT trading hawk firms are going to come in and buy everything up and hold it hostage like they do with CSGO skins, you're going to see that the jig is up. And you're like, I'm not on, 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 on this. And then anybody that's dumb enough to buy at that point is going to be left holding the bag. This is why I have a fundamental problem with it. Because if Doc's company does that, then they are going to make boatloads of cash on a false premise of value and everybody else will just be sitting there with a garage full of cutco knives saying what the frick am i going to do with these what, what am i what am i going to do with these yeah your market sounds like a centralized market exactly who's who's where is this decentralized market and who's monitoring it who's keeping it from from being full of scams who's keeping it from ripping people off who's in charge When a handful of users can totally disrupt it, it's not decentralized. 
It's exactly right. It's funny that NFTs are tied to early access of a game. It was opened up to purchase before we've seen any gameplay or significant info about the game. Right, because this is why celebrities are getting in on it, Barrier. It's about you want a piece of of the the celebrity. That's why I'm 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 ir- I'm super irritated. Like I haven't really covered it. I haven't talked about it that much. When we covered it, I didn't really go negative. I didn't really go negative. I I I, I went negative, but I didn't go negative in the title or the thumbnail. But it's I I find the whole thing to be irritating because I love Doc and I don't think he needs to do this. I think he stood to gain more respect and and more admiration from people by being like we're not doing that the concept's not been proven yet it seems ripe with problems and and it seems ripe with potential of scams and cannibalistic behavior from wealthy people like we've seen in the csgo market we're not doing that two months from bro sexy uh i forgot to use my free super chat just got here who's voting on this poll crazy You should be in charge, Lono. It's a scam. Yeah. The NF, the NBA NFT bros just had a scandal uh, where their promises from basically lower-level NBA players for these signed NFTs ETC are pretty much rug-pulled. Yeah. How many rug-pulls have we seen? How many pump-and-dumps have we seen to say, this is a freaking joke. No one should be doing anything with this right now because there's, it's so ripe with problems, scams, scandals, and rip-offs. What was that one website that said like 80, 80% of the listings on their website were total scams? It's like, huh? That's a, that's a, that's a staggering majority. A lot of us voted yes on the poll. How is that hard to understand? Should companies be able to remove your access to a paid game? 523 votes. Vote on the poll. Smash the like button. We're having a spicy discussion about NFTs. We need 70 more likes for 400 likes. We might be able to squeeze these streams into really good ratios if we really work hard. But guys, what if it's not a rug pull? If the NFTs are cosmetic only, then I don't care. I simply won't buy them. People pay really money, real money for cosmetics now, but if in-game weapons, armor, ETCs, or NFTs, then no way. Victor, I'm telling you right now, here is the fundamental problem with making cosmetics NFTs. They will, out of pure necessity of generating money and value, they will limit quantity. And when you limit quantity, NFT trading hawk firms will come in and buy everything up instantly. It'll be like the, the, the scalper bots with PlayStations and Xbox they'll buy it up right away it'll cannibalize the game and the market and then what they'll do is they'll hold value goes up 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 and then they'll list them all and then everybody buys them and then everybody that buys them is buying them at an inflated cost with the hope that they can sell it again later on down the line and guess what the company that sold the cosmetic made money on the initial sale and they get a percentage of the resale that's always baked into an nft trading market so doc's company makes money in perpetuity every time it's traded they make money so they have a vested interest in limiting quantity and when they limit quantity it will absolutely turn into a cannibalized market and then the gamers are all of the ones that lose in that situation the gamers lose the company profits and some nft trading hawk makes a bunch of money because he scooped it up first this is why doc should have stayed a thousand yards away from it 
two months milestone from Alex. Shame that so many people get tricked into NFTs. I totally agree that they are malicious pump and dump schemes. Rich people get uh, get a bit richer by easily separating not rich people from their money. That's exactly right. Why would someone want to buy that NFT later for a video game that most likely isn't being played anymore? It just doesn't make sense. Tony, that's exactly the problem. It's going to be just like a pyramid scheme. The early adopters will make a ton of money, and then a year later, all these people are going to be like, well, I bought this NFT skin in Doc's game. There was only a 1,000 in circulation. I bought it for a grand, and I can't resell it for more than five bucks. I, I, I lost $995 in the deal. I was I was given this idea, I was sold this bill of goods that this market and this value was going to be an ever-increasing thing. No, it's not, because the only way value increases in perpetuity is if interest increases in perpetuity, which we know doesn't happen in video games. It doesn't happen. So, there will always be someone left holding the bag. You can't resell the thing that Doc is selling. That's why I said if it's baked into the DNA of his game, I won't touch it. If it's some if it's some off-site, you go make a profile on his website and you can do NFTs and it has nothing to do with the game itself, then I don't care. Then I don't care. I've continued to say if it's baked into the game, if it's cosmetics that can be that can be sold on a market and they benefit from those resales, then I won't touch the game or talk about it or cover it. But if it's this off-site thing, if it's on their website, NFT bros are everywhere, whatever the frick, you want to go do and use his website to do that, fine. If it's in the game, I I cannot abide that. And an NFT you can't sell, what do you mean? It's supposed to be decentralized and deregulated. What do you mean you can't resell it? Isn't Isn't the whole point is you can do whatever you want with it? That, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. An NFT you can't resell is the antithesis of an NFT. It's a non-fungible token that you can do whatever you want with. Imagine buying an NFT for a game years ago, and today you find out you won't be able to play the game that you bought the NFT for anymore, rendering it useless. It has no value. Oh, but people claim the game dying is one of the reasons why you want this, because you still have the NFT even though the game is dead. In Midnight Society's game, you're buying a Founders Pack that includes early access and an NFT that is to serve as your in-game avatar. Who's going to buy your avatar? Why would you sell your avatar? What do you mean, why would you sell your avatar? Because there's limited quantity. And if the closer you get to the game, the more somebody might want it. And may, I guarantee you there are people that bought that have no interest in the dadgum game. They bought hoping that they can sell it close to launch or after launch and make money on it. You're buying a 100% unique avatar. Right. Right. Which is what gives it resale value because it's not like any of the other ones out there. That's their selling point. No, 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 no. This is what I've continued to say. They should use the randomly generated cosmetic as a value point to the consumer instead of attaching it to an NFT. You can totally sell them. Yeah, Barrier's got the quote right here. You can sell them. You're allowed. 100%. The, the, 
I've been trying to say that. Separate it. Like, you can use the technology to make completely unique cosmetics. So every time somebody buys that cosmetic, they get their own version. And it doesn't need to be attached to an NFT. It can just leverage the tech to deliver more value to the consumer. I don't need it attached to an NFT or some trading market. I don't need that. Then you just hit the nail on the head. They're creating false interest in the game by dangling an NFT. Or, or they're going to cannibalize the cosmetic market of the game by having all the cosmetics attached to an NFT. Yeah, it's an avatar, early access, voting rights, ETC, all fully transferable. Yeah, it's all it's all sellable. I guarantee you there are people that bought into his game that, that are hoping the value of their of their profile goes up over time so they can sell it now i don't care about that because that's not in the game that's something people decided to do as an investment and they see that it's a worthy investment and that's their choice once it's in the game i'm like uh uh-uh because now you're coming to the gamers and your game is infected with something that i want no part of Like, I don't have any problem with people right now going into NFT trading markets and trying to make money. You do you, boo-boo. I know there's people that have made a killing and they've got, they got in and got out while the getting was good. I don't care if that's what people are doing right now. I don't like that Doc's doing it, but if it's in the game, if it's baked into the game, then I can't cover it or, or, or promote it. Not in good conscience. And you're, you're going to see his game is going to be a litmus test for all these YouTubers and all these streamers that have spoken ardently against NFTs. You're going to see compromise and people who sell out 100%. You will see people go back on their word. You'll see people like, well, this is different. They'll start trying to hedge. They'll start trying to adjust their position because they are going to want to be in on ground zero. They're going to want to be playing. They're going to want to be getting the promotional deals, the sponsorship deals. They're going to want to be close to this. I guarantee you, you're going to see streamers, YouTubers, and content creators. You're probably even going to see bloggers change their position if the game gets popular enough. What game are we talking about? Doc's development company, uh, Game Studio Midnight Society, is making a vertical battle royale. And right now you can buy early access voting rights, uh, and, and you get a, a fully, um, you get an NFT avatar. It's like a randomly generated person avatar to represent your, your profile on their website. And it's, it's randomly generated. So it doesn't look at like anybody else's. They kind of look like, um, Daft Punk members of Daft Punk a little bit like futuristic. It's like, it's like dead space and Daft Punk had a baby. Like that's what the avatars look like. Yeah, it's going to be more like a Tarkov game than a traditional BR. Sorry. It's a vertical extraction battle royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vertical extraction battle royale. You got to work your way up through this building, and it'll be extraction like uh, Escape from Tarkov. Vertical meaning that you're going up through the building, and so it's a contained experience that has a trajectory. This game is going to be play to earn and the founders will have first crack at the NFTs to extract. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's going to be the whole extraction thing. Yeah, I think you're right, Eugene. I think you're right. 
It's going to be play to earn. You're going to be able to extract and get NFTs and and make money and well hopefully make money, right? That's going to be your hope. All right, I'm going to hit some ads. I'll be back in less than a minute. We got more things to discuss and more things to rant about. Don't go anywhere. Consider becoming a member. Consider ordering some coffee. Reforge Roast is balanced acidity coffee. If you're a coffee drinker and you've never tried it, check out our website, reforgeroast.com. Read the flavor flavor profiles of the coffee. A lot of great info there. Uh, Really, really competitive pricing and really fast shipping. My wife and kiddos ship it to you. So turnaround time is great. It's not a sponsor. It's ours. Reforge Roast is ours. So check those things out. Uh, Maybe give some members or become members. We got to get those membership numbers back up where they were. I'll be right back. We got more things to talk about. Don't go anywhere. All right, I'm back. Imagine if the game has cheaters successfully extracting NFTs. Right. 
Like, look what happened to Diablo. Look what happened to Diablo. As soon as you have a game, as soon as you have a game where where people can make real money, you know, Diablo 3 Auction House, what happened? What happened? That game got overrun. It got overrun with bots and cheaters and hacked accounts because people were like, if you, you, you know, you could get a bot and you could run routes and get all this stuff and then try to sell it into the, uh, into the market. Uh, huh. No, I read what you said about you're going to, you're going to extract NFTs to make money. We've created five unique NFTs, one of a kind. They're randomly placed in matches for the next two weeks. You must find and extract them. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, it makes perfectly good sense. Anybody that buys a Midnight Society NFT for a game, we will be lucky to ever even play. Uh, they kind of deserve to lose their money. Kind of joking, but only kind of. Smells like a scam. I, I think they'll deliver a playable product. I do. I think the talent that he scooped up, I think delivering, delivering a Battle Royale, an extraction, an extraction Battle Royale, I don't think will be very difficult for them. Yeah, I don't think so. Everyone started hacking accounts. Yeah, in Diablo 3 for the auction house. As soon as you can make real money, it's it's going to be rife with problems. Like, this is one of the most primary concerns that people should have with NFTs and and all this all this uh, all this digital stuff, right? It it's autumn it's it's immediately and almost automatically descended upon with from scam artists. You've got all these people. I mean, how many times? I mean, just look at look at like Kit Bogan, everything he's done, you know, exposing these scam artists and stuff. Like, you, it's like how many times are these things going to happen before people realize that like the digital realm, the internet realm, is extremely, extremely dangerous and rife with scams and 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 scam artists. They're they're freaking everywhere. So, if if you if you if you grant that as the reality, then you have to think about that whenever you enter this realm. If you put NFTs in a video game, if you put the ability to earn money in a video game, what's going to happen? All the scammers are going to descend on your game. It's it that's that's the that's the that's the most common theme that we've seen with the internet is like that's what happens. I mean, e- even in the streaming realm, you had people making accounts and hate rating and stuff. It's like the minute people can figure out a way to abuse a system, man, they will. Gunplay is going to make or break it. Oh, for sure. Have you seen the screenshots? No. I mean, I would imagine it's really rough. Oh, are they going to make it look like. Oh, are you going to be like an army man? Oh no, that's just a shadow. Yeah, yeah, I it, it, it it's it'll be it'll be rough on the outgo. Doesn't gunplay make or break every every FPS? Oh, for sure. Um
Mm. And we got good suggest on this today. Just nobody's searching it. That was the problem. I knew we were I knew we were off to a rough start when I saw those starting numbers. I was like, oh my gosh, even the even the sub base doesn't give a rip about this. It's so weird when big YouTubers cover it and get tons of support and we cover it and people are like, yeah, who gives a f-? like it's just weird. I will never understand people the 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 YouTube environment. I'll never understand it. We've got a great subscriber base that's grown wonderfully over the last six months, and I we felt like this was a this is kind of a banger of a story, and our sub base just said, eh, like just kind of shrugged at it. I thought it was like, I don't know. I thought people were gonna be ticked, you know. I thought people were gonna be ticked. Do, 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 do. Look at the pay to earn crap that's happening in Asia right now. It's insidious. Devs are trying to sound uh, the alarms and no one's listening. Well, yeah. I mean, there's like little mobile games and stuff cropping up. I don't think they're in the Apple store, but there's like all, yeah, there's, there's definitely like pay to earn games that are cropping up that are getting really popular. The Axie player base has fallen by 86% now that crypto's tanking. Yeah, that Axie game was blowing up. I follow them on Twitter because I was like really interested. I was like, huh, a big successful, you know, play to earn money game. I was I was interested. I was like, how's this how's this going to work, you know? I think people are ticked, but I also feel like we are at the point where we can say stuff, but nothing will change. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, we we came back strong last week, so I don't. We could just be living under the shadow of a break. But this is this has been a bizarre day. Let's see if Halo doesn't turn things around for us. Uh, what is going on with Halo Infinite Co-op campaign? Let's discuss. Um, Halo's not been that great to us in the past, though. Uh, that the, a lot of people have moved on, so we'll see. We used to cover Halo, and we people were really interested. But that's another game that's I'm I'm always fearful of. It's like kind of like New World yesterday. You know what I mean? Like people have kind of moved on. The Halo Infinite stuff coming out about co-op is uh, is again worrisome about that game and that game's engine. Basically, the the Halo Infinite campaign was supposed to launch yesterday. The beta. Stuck in early flighting, they found issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, everything, everything with Halo Infinite is, it, it. I feel like it all points to the engine. It all points to the engine. Something with that engine, man. Something's off. Something's off. All right, I'm going to put a link in chat, and it should redirect you. In the event that it doesn't redirect you, you can use that link. There will also be a link in the announcements room in Discord. Could be off the mark, but that's my bet. A playable product, maybe, maybe, until he pulls it due to hate, just calling it. Comes a finished game. I don't know. He's got a lot of investors. I don't think he'll be able to pull it because of hate. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's good hit, man. You know, you know, no worries, Hitman. No worries. We're getting we're, we're, the gifted. The gifted will keep climbing back. They'll keep climbing back up. 
The latest Halo Infinite news isn't promising if you were hoping to dive into the Halo Infinite co-op campaign beta. It ran into some issues. We're going to be reading about their official response and announcement, their plans, and when they hope to see it still come to fruition as this game continues to struggle just to test one of the more basic foundational Halo features. A Halo co-op campaign sort of became part and parcel to the experience as well as the franchise offers, and they are still struggling to get this thing off the ground and in beta. I'll be reading through their official response in just a moment. I am going to co- I'm going to end the previous stream from this morning. We covered 